Hey everybody, welcome to episode 158, that's 5-8, of Vigigame Apocalypse. I, as always, am your host, Michael Raparez, who is here with me... Christopher And... Bord Elliston. That is a rare treat, but not as rare <laughs> as our next guest... Scott Butterworth! He's won a car. I be- you have won a car. My God, where did we get this car? Fun fact, I sold my car before I moved back to the Bay Area. I'm carless. You're a smart, smart man. I yes. sold mine recently as well. Hey! Cars are for jumps. Uh, sold mine a decade ago. Uh, uh, I never saw a cent of that I still drive everywhere every day. <laughs> Fuck all of you. You you live way out in like a prettier area though. That's true, I do. So it, it all balances out. It's not a terrible drive. No, I, I it's, feel it's like. not as terrible as the old one, certainly. Yeah. But. Man, so, how's, how's your lawn doing? Uh, it's great. Uh, <laughs> magic pixies. What kind of fertilizer using on that thing? Uh, so thinking about a, taking the tree line back? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Listen, can we discuss uh, property lines? I or? remember that you had a nice looking barbecue out there before. Uh, I do. I do. How, how's that doing? It's, it's doing pretty well. well. It's weather, a fire pit. Weathered the storm real well. It's, you know, I feel like it's uh, properly seasoned now. The yard is nice, but it... uh. Really tie the whole thing together with a birdhouse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of your it's listeners. Actually, yeah. it's been a while since you've been there. It's just all birdhouses now. <laughs> People have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. Michael's English. This is your first appearance on the show, Scott. <laughs> Bringing it back around. Yes. Yeah, I don't think I've ever actually been on Vigi Game Apocalypse. No. We... The last time I was on, I've been on Laser Time once. Mm. Were you on? And, and your car so. was stolen. Yeah, my car was stolen. That <laughs> yeah. car it wasn't so much that you it stole it, it's that it was stolen. The, that car was stolen a total of three times. Yes, I got it back. All three times, but the very first time it was stolen in front of Chris's apartment where we are currently did you, sitting. Did you say, yeah. like, right when it got stolen, the cop was like, Oh, well, what was it? Uh, what was it? Like, Civic. Civic. He's like, oh, that's why. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, and then he like, proceeded to have Honda the knowledge. Civics are the most stolen cars yeah, well, because we their we parts are now, interchangeable with but everything. Not only did he tell me that, he started explaining how to yeah, yeah. steal the Civic. And I, I was like, I don't want this information. In there, no. This is the least comforting thing you can tell me. <laughs> You're supposed to be like, oh, we will totally recover this vehicle. Nope, none of that. He's like, oh, yeah, you just, just crank this thing. And bro, like, nope, no, I want a thermite in there, hit it with a jewel hammer, it'll get you going. Should ask him about his lawn, though. Like, <laughs> see, what's funny about the lawn joke is that I feel like a lot of your listeners probably like live in parts of the country where lawns are an actual thing, and they, they do. don't realize that we're joking because hilariously three of the well, four no, I, don't. no they, they, I actually do have a lawn. No, I know, lawn. I know, you and do. they know what lawns are, but well, their, their dad still maintains them. Well, no, I'm jo- <laughs> like it's probably a joke though because I grew up from the Midwest with like that banter is like every day like oh, oh yeah, how's, the, yeah. how's, how's the, the long what kind of seed you the, using oh is your, how's your trees sperm. doing is that like 30 weight I saw you uh, 30 weight sperm I saw you planted those trees how they doing man yeah, like man. oh it's a dry it's a dry winter so uh, that's uh, good there's dry. a tree over there I don't like you wanna you wanna <laughs> get together a neighborhood petition get the I owners to cut a, it down uh, John Deere colored windmill that I put in my yard can uh, we start an arboreal podcast low pressure system moving in there let's start a video game podcast I move we do that. I'm, I'm, we're, I'm, I'm, we're losing I'm, listeners no, by late. the second I'm year. My that. God. So, big, big news item from last week. Final Fantasy fifteen. Oh, my God. Finally. When do we get to talk about it? Here are the Finally fantasied a release date. Uh, September 30th. Yep. Yeah. And it has been in development roughly, I think, since we started at Games Radar. Yeah, I think no, it was announced, it was been 10 announced years. E3 yeah. with video footage at E3 20, 2006. As uh, yeah. Versus 13. Versus yes. 13. A spin-off to 13, I, which I had remember, seven like, dozen spin-offs. People yes, from Square coming into our office and like showing it to us like, you know, oh, this is the whole new Fabula Nova Crystalis thing. Mm-hmm. And Final Fantasy 13 and Versus 13, which takes place in a completely different world. Yeah. And, Thematically, yeah. is this something you saw when you and Chris 
Christian went to TGS and had to film that video and you came back and you're both in shorts and like probably <laughs> probably it's memorable because you're wearing shorts well it's just like it was when no one knew what to do with video in 2007 yes. on the internet it's like let's it was just fairly novel it's like a camera that's slightly crooked and both of you with uh-huh. no cuts and then like Christian yeah, no just, preparation and Christian's been like PSP's garbage <laughs> I just realized that this game is actually older than my career in games because I started yeah, as an intern too. in 2007 so this game is older wow. than me yeah, in a sense. So, I was trying to think of like I was telling, talking to someone about being a Final Fantasy fan. So, like, what year did Final Fantasy come out? Eighty seven. The first no, the first one was probably eighty nine. It was ninety in the U S. Thought so. it was eighty seven. I thought it was eighty seven. But like, if you factor mm. in like when and then when did um, Final Fantasy seven come out? Ninety seven. So 97, within yeah. ten years, there are seven Final Fantasy. Oh games. yeah. In yeah, the yeah. next ten years. How many have their dude? No, no, no. It, it really hits a wall after ten. Yeah, after, after yeah. ten. Like, then, although if you count, like once thirteen came out, yeah, it was yeah. like the floodgates were open, yeah. and then like thirteen two and lightning returns. They, like came out a couple a years channel. later. Yeah, I, yeah. I, but yeah, that's I'm the fan crazy. Of 13. But that's I love thirteen. But that's the crazy thing though is. Mm-hmm. Nine or eight was ninety nine. Nine was two thousand. Ten was two thousand one. Those are three wildly different games. I didn't realize they all yeah. they released. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, really I never, it feels I like forever, but it was it was not yeah. the space between ten and thirteen. So I, I played all of those games, but I didn't yeah. play them the year they came out. Like yeah. I played them over time, so it never occurred. And to also, me. Chrono Cross wow. was also two thousand, so mm-hmm. it's like the same year as Final Fantasy. It's like Jesus they used to Christ. crank these really yeah. great RPGs out. But I keep mentioning this, like the JRPG and game, certain games like Sonic. Like there's something about the way they're constructed. Mm-hmm. A lot of Japanese games, the way they're constructed works supremely well in 8 and 16 bit mm-hmm. works great with maximum effort in 32 and 64 but when you get into PS3 360 mm-hmm. it becomes like this costs a shitload yeah. of money mm-hmm. to make a game that is comparable to like Final Fantasy 6 to turn that into a 60 hour RPG yeah. millions with and millions high textures and, yes and the yeah. textures the 5.1 audio millions and millions and millions of dollars so it's like when when 15 gets announced it's like yeah, this kind of this needs to uh, bank you for like a decade almost. That's it, like, the, what's the story of Final Fantasy? They called it that because it might have been Square's last yeah. game. Yeah, yeah and that's then, like, I'm convinced this this is the this is them betting the farm. They announce a game with an anime, a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah, it's the yeah. amount of content like, surrounding I just the love, games. I see the memo going around like this has to work. Yeah, yeah. and my, like my, I, we could so, throw anything at it. For all of you wondering why are you guys doing news now, <laughs> uh, there's a point to this because naturally this thing has been in development hell for so long True. that people naturally point to other games like, oh, what about Duke Nukem? What about uh, yeah. a terrible game that was in development forever, Aliens Colonial Marines, and then came out and nobody liked it. Huge disappointment. Yeah. Um, I wanted to point to five games that spent forever in development yes. and yet were still wonderful. Yeah, like I'm hoping. I loved 13. I thought keeping when I, up the positive. Yeah, when I went to E3 the year, How they, dare they, you. The, if you think about that trailer that we all got excited for, it is crazy where they changed the logo of Final Fantasy I, 13 spinoff becomes this, Final uh, Fantasy 15. What world does that happen? I marked hard. Yeah, yeah. no, I, but like it looked great. It looked I awesome. Was, I wanted to use yes. the wrestling terminology. And if you like alienate everyone, if you like 13, it's like this really I don't know like like introducing all these moderate elements into these the old style turn based system. You and I streamed the demo like like a year ago. The demo a year yeah, ago. Episode Disque. Yeah, they, there's an updated demo on the. And, and apparently, I haven't I haven't tried the neither. updated demo yet that came out with the announcement. But apparently, it's much shorter mm. and is more of like, okay, this is what you think of as a demo. The other one was like a playable. Yeah, it was like an hour. hour. Yeah, yeah. This was like what 15, 20 minutes or something. It was something real like short. That, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but anyway, let's jump into. But I'm hoping for the best for this game, and I think, yeah, I, I think, I think you are all, too. I right? want it to be good. Yeah. I love thirteen. I, I really did like episode Duske, so um, I'm hoping that we get an entire game that is that good. Yeah, I, I, I just I love the trailer, mm-hmm. and I love seeing what Japan does with. You think this is going to be a regular third-person action game, but yeah. only Japan can do the really creative, mind-boggling yeah. shit mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, we're going to mix tanks and Leviathan. He's just yeah. going to be there, too. And you're we'll like, Turn a Cadillac no. into your airship. That's Yeah, just weird things <laughs> like that I just don't see. Like, maybe Bioshock Infinite kind of scratched that a little, but not mm-hmm. quite. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, let's jump into the top five games that emerged from development hell and were great. Number five. God, I love the sound now, effects. I'm so glad that this is still the same sound yeah, effects. Nothing just, has changed. Just to set this up, for each of these, I'm going to play a snippet from the original trailers. Wow. Oh, God. And you're going to try and guess what games it's talking okay. about. Folded space. Impossible geometries. Insane interactivity. Unbelievable speed. It's got to be late 90s or 2000s. The, portal and into the, the guy most game. dynamic environments ever possible in a computer game. Uh, 16-bit radiosity for the most realistic lighting you've ever seen. Uh, and bone-based animation for the smoothest moving characters in any game. What shit. the hell? So was, I, it, was it an oh, emotional? Oh, I know what it is. I, 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 I fucking know what it is. It's, theory. It's Prey. Yes, that was yeah. my guess. Woo! I was going to say, here's yeah. something you might actually recognize. Wow. Yeah, that's a great moment. It is a great opening. Best moment from that game. What was the trailer from? Like, where did so that trailer for Prey started? So Michael can probably feel you better than I can. That trailer, that trailer that I I first played the snippet from was from I think ninety-seven, ninety-eight when it was first announced, and it was a very different looking game. Like three D realms, right? It was three D realms. If three D realms, great with a deadline. So, 3D Realms uh, first announced it in 1995 when they were also working on Duke Nukem Forever. It was originally worked on by a designer named Tom Hall, who was fresh off of working on Rise of the Triad. For those who remember that, Um, he came up up with a bunch of different designs over the course of a year, then left. Uh, It went through a couple of other designers and then was shown off in uh, 1997, which I think was the. the, the snippet you heard earlier, and uh, the name of the hero was a little bit unexpected, for those of you who only know the newer version. From the creators of Duke Nukem comes Prey, the first adventure in the saga of Talon Brave. The first adventure in the saga of Talon Brave. That sounds like a Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> so yeah, what, I, I'm now I'm struggling to remember what his name actually ended up being. Uh, it, his name was Tommy, but that's his right. F- full Cherokee name was Domasi Tawori. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, but went went by Tommy. And, oh, uh, Domasi Tawori over here, trying to get yeah, to prey. Yeah, huh? yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what accent that was. That went Damn, from like, I'm gonna fucking Cherokee over here. But uh, he <laughs> was born and raised. <laughs> oh, you don't know. You don't interrupt the Cherokee on a podcast. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so he he and uh, Jen, his his girlfriend in the game, were both played by members of I think the the Cree Nation. Uh, playing Cherokee, and yeah, this like this is the first thing you really hear from him. What are you looking at? Real tough guy. Can't even tell you love her. I gotta get off this damn reservation. If she'd just come with me, it'd all be different. It'd all be... Listen to yourself. Who do you think you're kidding? Mommy, get your ass out here. It's like we're all a bunch of prey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 
Yeah, it, it kind of felt a little bit like the darkness at first, mm-hmm. where like you start out looking at yourself in the mirror yeah. and just having this monologue. Dude, the game, the game, yeah. in my memory, holds up really well. It was the, it was one of the first game. three. It takes some getting used to yeah. because if you're playing shooters with a controller, you yeah. used to like Call of Duty controls, where it's like, okay, hold down left trigger, mm-hmm. zoom in, everything. It doesn't do that. It's it's kind of before that time, so it takes a little getting used. to. It's like, oh, okay, this is. Uh, left trigger is secondary function for the weapons, and uh, I keep switching to grenades for some reason when I can mm. also throw grenades with a button oh, press. Oh, grenades! I'm a shaky. I know all about those. Yeah. Huh? Jump on them grenades. <laughs> he, was a, he was a soldier in the army. Yeah. In the white man's army. You know, I, ironically, I think the exact same thing is happening to the sequel. But the Prey sequel? It, Dude, it, the, was the Prey. it got canceled like years ago. It was, I, was it officially canceled? Yes. Yes, it, it was. So. They came out and said it was canceled. Okay. Yeah. But, I have fun stories about that, by the way. I actually went and uh, I didn't yeah. play it, but I saw like a live Dude, demo. Me I went too. To the, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it looked great. Like, it did. It, for, yeah, I don't know yeah, how you know public that, it was, that but it was basically uh, like Deus Ex meets Mirror's Edge. It was like first person parkour and yeah, like a dystopian. Yeah, and you were, you were supposed to go to like all these outposts all over the universe, like, spoiler, you do later in Prey and like, I don't know. This holds up very well in my memory. I played it yeah. on PC, and when I got a 360, it was like every game was $40, including, like, Fusion Frenzy 3.0, except for Prey. Prey was $7. Like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah it was fun. It was a fun shooter, man. I remember the, uh, mainly remember the uh, segments where you were, you, I think you were made, like, really tiny. Yeah. It sort of yeah, messed yeah, with yeah. perspective. No, like, yeah, like, yeah, that was yeah. really Portal got a cool. ton of credit for, for that exact same thing. Yeah. Like, being the, able... That's the thing that it, in a lot of ways it still feels fresh because yeah. not only does it have the like there's a couple of segments where you get shrunk down tiny and you're walking around yeah. on like a big sphere, yeah. but it, it also Mario has Galaxy Gravity. I wrote about it in the top seven. Yeah, yeah. it also yeah. has randomly appearing portals or like you know a monster will appear and mm-hmm. it'll leave behind a portal that you can step through or like a box will overturn and a creature will jump out of it and you walk into the box and you're in a different area. Like, yeah, that yeah. was revolutionary and. Most ge- like not even Portal really does that. Portal gives you control over it, but it's not just like okay, you have to find the weird hidden thing mm-hmm. uh, that's only visible from certain perspectives. Yeah, it was yeah. a cool mechanic at the time that hasn't really been utilized much since. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Man, I'm trying to remember when it was that I played that game because I only have a dim recollection of like my experience with it. But I remember really enjoying it and being impressed. No, primarily just... because I didn't expect much, but yeah. still, like I it remember just, it being it, good. It sucks that it's just like this weird, like what would you call it, a brand without a publisher. Began yeah. at 3D mm-hmm. Realms, went to 2K, if I'm not mistaken, think, and I over think... to Bethesda. Well, yeah, that's who eventually bought the property. Yeah. Like the the sequel was coming from Bethesda, yeah, and yeah, again, but like, like, but still, that's like three really cool. big publishers at big big relative to the times. But like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, it's very strange. So, a little more about the history of it. Again, oh. began in '95, released wow. in 2006. Before so most of you were born, listening. Yeah, <laughs> 11 year development cycle. In the the original version uh, in 1997 it was announced KMFDM was going to do the soundtrack. Yep, Two tracks that. were released, and then that went away. Uh, in, in 99, it was put on indefinite hold until 2001, at which point uh, Human Head Studios, which had previously created uh, Rune Viking Warlord. Who could forget? Yeah, exactly. It was what? big at the time. Man, what that the is a three random words put yeah, together. Yeah, I know. That feels like a game you see on Law and Order. In lieu Viking of an Warlord game. Runes. It was, it was Rune like Warlord a, a, Viking. a Quake Engine Viking game where you just ran around hitting things with an axe. Um but they uh, started on it in 2001 and then uh, announced it again in 2005, finally put it out in 2006. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I remember yeah. playing through it and enjoying it. It yeah. was, like, yeah. like you said, very creative at the time, and it did a lot of things that don't get 
that weren't cribbed from it. So mm-hmm. if you even if you tracked it down now on Steam or something, like it's probably still going to yeah, feel pretty. What cool. I remember the the writing actually wasn't terrible no. either. I mean, it's it gets a little ham fisted with like the oh the spiritual aspect of your Native yeah. American heritage, but oh uh, you have you have died. Time to kill these monsters in the spirit realm, and then you can return to life and kill aliens. Yeah, there's a little bit of like he's like okay, but um, also this game is not afraid to kill children. <laughs> This can't be good. Right at the beginning, right when you like first get sucked into the spaceship, you see a bunch of people getting like dismembered and stuff. So. Uh, you do, but no. What what that is is that after you enter the spirit world for the first time, like some uh, dishonored spirits follow you out, and uh, unrelated to dishonored. Yeah, you see, the, they <laughs> they have like these these ca- the aliens have these captive kids in a room, and like some of the ghosts start flying at them, and like. Uh, fly into this little girl, make her body explode, mm-hmm. leave like uh, a ghostly after ghost, I guess, of the little girl that then attacks uh, a little boy who's in there. And then there's like a whole area where you're like fighting these ghost kids as they just swarm after you and climb Coming over things. And it's super wow. creepy. Do not remember that part. Is that yeah. this is not on Steam, by the way? Is that like Isn't it? The, no? Is that wow. like the ghost version of like if you see somebody puke, you puke, but if you see somebody get turned into a ghost, you have to get turned into a ghost sure. and kill people. What? Yeah, and then you all jerk <laughs> off on a cookie. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm glad you're following. And the last one has to eat the cookie. I forget how that goes. As a ghost, though, that's the, mm-hmm. I can't yeah. stress this enough. It's, it's a ghost cookie. You know how hard it is to With chew ghost when your jizz. corporeal form is gone? It's crazy. <laughs> I really wish you had a Apollo Theater. Uh, <laughs> keep picking it up, trying to put it in your mouth. It doesn't work. You have very selective ghost powers. I don't know. I know I played it on PC, but I don't think Steam was really a thing back when I played it well, on you there. You can get it for less than ten dollars on your 360. You would think, but it's it, probably it's been delisted or, or maybe it was never there. Yeah. Just go out and buy it I'm in the bargain. Never there at all. That game's been dead for twenty years. What? <laughs> Before we move on, actually, uh, there is one guy who was like a big celebrity at the time who appeared in the game. Does anybody remember? In, in Prey? Yes. It was the old guy, wasn't it? Hello again from the high desert. This is Art Bell. We'll be talking to <laughs> Professor of Psychic Whoa. Research, Freda Caldwell, from Normal State University what in a little hell? while. But we'd like to open the lines for a few more calls first. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air. So every every so often, like, you could find these little radio uh, kiosks that were, like, playing Art Bell. And so you get to hear a snippet of, like, somebody calling and, like, oh, creepy shit's happening, Art. It was pretty mm. good. I mean, it was it's kind of an elegant way to make the world feel like, yes, like everyone in the world is experiencing these weird alien abductions and it's part of a larger thing that's happening. So it's not just you in isolation. It, it sort of yeah, contextualizes yeah, yeah. your experience. Mm-hmm. It was a really cool storytelling mechanic. I would like to point out, I just looked it up, Prey 2 was canceled after about nine years in development. Yes. Oh, God, was it that long? Yes. I'm yeah. trying to remember what when I saw it. What is it with this series? I had to have seen it like 2010. Is it just like publishers are jerking off over the title? I, I want to call my game well, Prey and I'll I, pay you a million dollars. So the Prey 2 that I saw had almost nothing to do with the original Prey. Right, yeah. yeah. It was a different... Like, the, the connection was, like, there's a point in Prey where you see, like, a jetliner just suddenly appear and crash, and then you find out, like, oh, they, they took all the people off it and uh, they're processing them into food or whatever. Uh, in Prey 2, you were, like, a guy who was on that jetliner who yeah. then, like, you know, got stranded in space somewhere and, and became, became a, a... bounty hunter. Exactly. Which got, has to be really weird when, like, you're 
you just leave Earth and you find out, oh, it's basically Star Wars out here, mm-hmm. and they, nobody cares that I'm yeah. an alien. Yeah. <laughs> but I have these rad parkour abilities in this small city in fucking space. <laughs> but watch me do this wall kick. Again, mm-hmm. re- really kind of bummed that game never came yeah. out. I, yeah. the, what I saw was really cool. It had, it had potential. I know a lot of places, a lot of people were looking forward totally. to it. I yeah. believe I pitched them on a uh, sponsored content kind of thing, for real. Oh, it almost yeah. happened. Hmm. All right, moving on to... Number four. Again, I play a snippet from the original trailer. You try to guess. We'll get a commendation if we crack this murder code. You sure the Homicide Squad won't step in and take the car? Even if they do, we play along. And who knows, we might get bumped up a desk. That's him. Get him. He's running away with the hi hat. Anybody uh, catch the get him? Yeah, in the fucking the, Ren and Snippy the computer powerhouse music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that voice acting was terrible. I'm glad they glad it uh, spent some more time in the oven. Yeah, that mm. was that was long before they got Aaron Staten yeah. or so any of the the Mad Men the cast. Mad Men characters. Yeah. So I remember us seeing the trailer in 06, yeah. but was that a trailer from before 06? That was the 06 trailer. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Which is like black and white and you're a lot of action inside of a I car. I just love that for year, literal mm-hmm. years at Radar. Mm-hmm. When we had to write, like, oh, there's some random r- rumor about Ellen War, we'd have the same six screenshots from 2006 yep. yeah. to, to pull from, and it's like, guys, it's, it's 2010. I'm still writing a vaporware story about Ellen mm-hmm. War. And then it finally came out, and we got, like, five. That may be one of the games that, like, we complained about the most, yet also loved. Because well, we got a lot of mileage out of making fun of that game, but then the, I finished the shit. I out say of it all the time in the show. The game was daring and bold yeah. and weird, and it's easy yeah. to make fun of. But it's Dude, it's it was it a triple A adventure game yeah. that never happens. Yeah. Adventure games are always yeah. these weird little things that get no money and nobody gives a shit about. This was a triple A, like published by Rockstar adventure game. That's insane that that happened. Yeah. And it was really in your face with all the horror. Another tramp, another message. Is the werewolf back in business, boys? Do you have a mother asshole? A sister? How about showing some respect for this poor woman? He's good, Rusty. He even sounds genuine. That's Phelps, guys. The war hero. Defending the honor of murdered humps. Yikes. I I love the dialogue in this game, and like when I think of Andrew Stanton, this is what I think of, and I don't think of him ever. (laughs) But by what I say, Andrew Stanton. Stanton. I think I did that in an article, and Rockstar wrote me an email to correct me (laughs) as well. So it's an act of defiance, is what you're saying. Yeah, fuck you, Rockstar, GTA 6 or GTA. Hey, they can't touch you now. Independent. So this spent. Seven years yeah. in development. Team Bondi. Uh, yeah, Team Bondi was founded in 2003 by uh, one of the by Brendan McNamara, who uh, was the director of The Getaway. Mm. Yes, he was Australian. Uh, went and formed his own studio. Began work on Eleanor in 2004. Mm-hmm. So it had been in development for two years wow. when we saw that trailer. Mm-hmm. Took another five years. Mm-hmm. To, it came out in 2011. Yeah. To actually yeah. come out. So it was and, seven years and seven rough years, from what I remember. Yeah, and uh, there there's a lot of uh, rumors oh, yeah. about... I believe uh, a lawsuit resulted. Very in bad it. blood between between Rockstar and Team Bondi. Yeah. yeah. Um, which may have had something to do with the purported treatment of employees, but that was like a huge public mess. Yeah, yeah the, way, the way... My perception of it is that Rockstar has a very high standard. Mm-hmm. And Team Bondi kind of promised something, and Rockstar yeah. kind of stood over them and yelled and wait and like delayed the game. And like, you're we're going to deliver this thing, and the longer you take, the more you're going to need to additionally innovate uh, as, as the, the longer this takes. And the game came out like pretty amazing. 
Uh, I think. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, like I think the studio's gone, right? Team Bondi. It. I think it's it. It went into like. Uh, the Australian version of Chapter Eleven oh, oh. was sold off, but I, they, zero dollar dues. They, that. they have, <laughs> they like they're supposedly working. They're still around and supposedly working on a follow up game called Horror of the Orient, which that's really horror? catchy title. That's a really uh, that's a bit of a problematic well, title. It's, it's a it's the name of a ship. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. no, uh, they didn't invent those words, that, but yeah. yes. <laughs> Uh, um, the most interesting anecdote. I don't know if you had some. I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. Well, but I, w- I was going to say that. What we do uh, here, Scott? <laughs> yeah, uh, Brendan McNamara. McNamara. I might be pronouncing. It's definitely it wrong. McNamara. Uh, McNamara. It's absolutely yeah. McNamara. Uh, I want you to pronounce he, it like that. He said now. that, uh, like you know, obviously, ambition mm-hmm. was one of the biggest mm-hmm. downfalls of the game. That they were a new team. They didn't really know what they were doing. Yeah. And to create this sprawling open world, he said uh, it's a huge game, probably too big. Crazy big. The first year and a half, maybe even longer, was just research. Yeah, Jesus. So, yeah, just trying to look look at what L.A. in the 40s looked yeah. like, uh, going over photographs, yeah. Yeah. blueprints. They, it's a uh, gorgeous city. They looked over yeah, a ton of... photos. Yeah, they looked over a ton of aerial photos yeah. of, like, year to year to try and figure out, like, what traffic patterns yeah. would have like. You gotta admire the commitment, I guess. Yeah. My my favorite thing was um, there's a mission that takes place on the uh, D.W. Griffiths Intolerance set. Yep, uh, his Which follow up a, to Birth of a Nation. It was actually torn down in 1990. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, but they decided to leave it there because it's big and cool. And I, but I love it cool. when game companies do that. Like the average fucking GameCube two pube <sighs> fucking player will never fucking <laughs> get this. But it makes me so happy that you built it. Because, like, when we go to the Kodak Theater for, like, the E3, that, that's all a remake of D.W. Griffith's Intolerance as well. Um, just a fun movie that he made to apologize for the racist shit he did in his <laughs> clan movie. Uh, you know. I'm, I'm so glad you said racist shit because it sets up this next clip rather well. You fasting for Yom Kippur, Mr. Cullen? Yeah, let's change the subject, you going motherfucker. How about baseball? You left-wing leaning parasite you expect me to sit here and listen to your drivel you call me that you sit there and you call me those names you goddamn good butt snatcher <laughs> you and that stump gauge did you say butt snatcher okay, so, butt snatcher I uh, think. that that makes me really happy if you wanted to do me and everyone else a solid we wrote a henry and i wrote a sketch based on la noir that is very offensive but based <laughs> on scenes like this that like how they casually drop uh inappropriate uh racism mm-hmm. And, and okay. somehow it leads to a clue. But it, uh, anti-Semitism. It, well, was, it was all about putting the witness off, or the suspect off balance to get a confession out of him because at the end... I respect your beliefs and your right to hold them. I hope for your sake the jury can commute to murder in the second degree. So, you know, Cole's all heart. He's, he's yes. really yeah. a woke guy for the 40s. He's really a, he- a heap hero, a woke I believe guy. he called himself. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Okay, my bad. I needed your, I needed your help more than anything as a Jew. No, <laughs> I'm not a Jew. Are you married? I thought you did the thing. Isn't that what happened? It doesn't, it's not communicable. You stepped in the glass. I saw you do it. It's true. <laughs> I, there was a, like a tent on poles. Yes, yes, yeah. but I never converted. I just had a Jewish wedding. That's unbelievable. Get yeah. out of my house. <laughs> okay. the, the, one an, the one anecdote I want to share uh, about Elaine Noir that sort of speaks to, to Chris's point. You were talking earlier about... You know, Rockstar standing directly over Team Bondi and making yeah. sure that the game became mm-hmm. whatever they promised it was going to be. The thing I heard about the game, and I'm not sure this was ever actually backed up or if this is something that I read in an interview with one of the developers, but what I had heard was originally there were going to be more options. I mean, I think in the final game you had three choices when interrogating someone. It was either yeah. going to be like 
Like you believe them, you call them a liar, or yeah. you press them you further. Press them. And I heard originally there was going to be a fourth option, but it was going to be kind of in between. And that's why you would sometimes get Cole way overreacting when you're like, go ahead and push for more. And he would be like, you're lying, Yeah, apparently there was Make going to be Exxon Valdez and spill it. something that was like between like, I completely believe you and I think you're totally a liar. Yeah. There, was, there was going to be something else. And so that's why certain parts of that game felt so kind of off and weird. I, uh, I was obsessed with it, and, I, and I, Brett makes fun of us for that, but I don't apologize because this is one of the most interesting game, yeah. interesting AAA games I've ever played. And yeah, as, as much as we were talking shit, like this, this was a, just a fantastic yeah. game. Like there really hasn't been anything quite like it since. And it's interesting that like it pioneered this facial capture technology, yeah. which looked like it's almost too real then. It was transfixing. And, and now and it's it's like a little bit dated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a shame that in, in certain instances it was very obvious when someone was lying they would be like mm-hmm. overly shifty like, eyes. We did a Games Radar yeah. article about like just because the facial capture was so uh, lifelike you could capture game characters in like terrible picture moments like when you <laughs> smile for a picture and your eyes are closed and your mouth is mm-hmm. is doing a fucking oh, tiny yeah, tune. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I was definitely going to say, like, in, in spite of those moments, it was mm-hmm. so incredibly impressive. Yeah. And it was very bold to make that totally. a mm-hmm. central game mechanic. It, like, you wow, will not like, see a company get behind something like that again. So it's like, if you ever noticed... A big like, company gets some... When, yeah. you're in, when you're in line at the supermarket, mm-hmm. uh, how tabloids always photograph Hillary Clinton. Like, they yeah. run the least flattering photo that they have. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> you're like, that's the shitty thing about games now, is, like, you, you will not see a AAA developer take a chance like L.A. Noir. Uh, I don't think anytime soon. You'll, yeah, you'll well, see I'm, plenty I'm of think of a, I'm trying to think of a counter argument, but yeah, I mean, nothing springs to mind. It's yeah, like, it's, you know, it's, it's something so weird, and like, I'm, I'm just glad we got to live through that because holy shit, am I am I tired of most games? Anyway, <laughs> I, I mean, man, I've been playing some indie stuff that like, and I know that indie is almost a, sure. a dirty word to a lot of gamers, but man, like Stardew Valley, which Michael's been playing, yes, like, yes, yeah. quite a bit. came out of nowhere for me, and I've been loving but the hell not, out of it's it. It's not totally like just the fact that you're playing an indie game like when we no, were, no, I when mean, we like, were growing up we, like there was like six games released every fucking week <laughs> instead of none and, and so you had time to experiment because yeah, the that, budgets were that's what I'm saying like indie level. games kind of fill that yeah. void at least for me it's it's yeah. stuff that you you will never get on a AAA yeah, scale want to make days. who want to make several million dollars on a game would not take a chance on something like Noir, especially because of the lesson left by Rockstar and Team Bondi I can't imagine why anybody would want to do that yeah clearly things did not work out great for the mm-hmm. people who worked on that game yeah. um, but mm-hmm. the game itself very very cool very fun yeah absolutely I can't believe we're only on number three we got it covered uh uh again wait that was it that was the whole clip yeah well it's that's the only part with voice Mm. so I'll play it again we got it covered missile command the rest of it did, did Missile Command spend a long time uh-huh. in development? It was started in 1965. In an era where there was voices? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Team Fortress 2? Yes! Oh, oh shit! I'm three for three, motherfuckers! Nice, nice. So yeah, Team Fortress 2 started development in, actually, it was supposed to be out in like 1999, originally? 98. Yeah. 98, it was, uh... Planned as a mod for the original yeah. Half-Life, the first Team Fortress was like a free oh. mod for Quake. If you were, man, if you were alive in that period and you had a copy of Half-Life, there were all these a, bil- a billion amazing things you could do. I don't remember what came first, this Day, day, day of Defeat or Team Fortress. Uh, mm. but like Team Fortress, I think, because, well, Team Fortress was Quake. 
originally. Yes, and, then, so it, and then the developers got scooped up by Valve, yeah. which was kind of a controversial move mm-hmm. at the time. Wow, it's... God, this is so vague. And, <laughs> there was barely an internet. I don't know how he knows yeah. this. But, uh, yeah, I, I read that a lot of people bought Half, Half-Life mm-hmm. uh, expecting Team Fortress 2 to come out for yeah. it. They were all excited. Half-Life 2. Instead, Half-Life 1 mm-hmm. got Team Fortress Classic, which was yeah. like a slightly updated, uh, better-looking version of the original Quake mod. Then it was it, it got pushed back. First shown at in 1999, and it looked like a very serious like yeah. modern warfare game, like soldiers in like camo fatigues. I, I, I still have access to like my Games Press account, which shows you assets delivered by publishers forever, and you can see the original Team Fortresses. Not only does it contain a lot of green, mm-hmm. Team Fortress Two contains almost no green of any kind, None. and like th- this is like jungle green suited uh, normal looking human beings. Yeah. And it was that way for years, and I think I think they released like a, ba- a batch or two of screenshots, and, were, and Valve was silent uh, for a good five years. Yeah, from uh, roughly uh, 2000 mm-hmm. to 2004, mm-hmm. or no, wait, yeah, 2004. There was like the the only news was Doug Lombardi came out and said, "Hey, we're still working on this," mm-hmm. and then uh, silence until 2006. And uh, that's when we first saw the more cartoonish designs, although the theme hadn't quite been ironed out yet. Recent years have been seeing renegades, sportsmen, eccentric hunters, and lunatics coming to Dust Bowl Valley for the blood sport. Them crazy fools gather themselves into two teams, red and blue, and try to capture control points. So it's just audio, but you can see where yeah. they're going. Uh huh. And it's it's definitely more developed. It's closer to what we think of yeah. as uh, Team Fortress Two. Although, like you see, the soldiers, like mm-hmm. the, the characters running around, they don't look like their final uh, versions. They look mm-hmm. like the original Team Fortress hmm. One characters. And I just, I just thought it was bizarre when like there were. I know a lot. Like my friends and I were looking forward to a Team Fortress Two, and they revealed the original. The, the character designs for what now is Team Fortress 2, uh, like, nobody was mad. Like, if you think of it, <laughs> compare it to, like, a Zelda Wind Waker thing, like, people are like, whoa, what? That's yeah. weird. Like, mm-hmm. okay. And, like, I don't remember I don't remember uproar over the character designs because there yeah. should have been well, if I, you think of what Team Fortress 1 was. I feel like the expectations are kind of different, though. I mean, Zelda... I, so. I mean, so, I feel like Valve and... Half-Life especially has been fetishized mm-hmm. now to a point where it's like mm-hmm. they could never possibly mm-hmm. live up to expectation. But at that point, I don't know that those expectations existed, although I think they may have for Zelda because well, already by that point, Zelda was this like untouchable, like I just... Mean, but for someone in like buried in Counter-Strike forms before there was a Steam... Yeah, dude, there were people like rapidly waiting for another Team Fortress. Okay, no, I, and, and, like, I, and I was I was shocked that like I was in the games industry and people were not pissed when they saw the redesigned Team Fortress. That sounds so nice. Yeah, what happened yeah. to those well, days? I think it helped that Valve kind of got out in front of it, like with their character designs, and immediately, immediately like uh, built up the characters yeah. and their charm. Yeah, you with, couldn't wait to see another video. Yeah, of them. with videos like yeah, this. that certainly didn't hurt. She weighs 150 kilograms oh. and fires $200 custom tool cartridges at 10,000 rounds per minute. It costs $400,000 to fire this weapon for 12 seconds. <laughs> God, wow, that was good. really early on. <laughs> yeah. That was really early on. And, and, and the, the scenarios got more and more complicated until you had... What, are you president of his fan club? <laughs> no. That would be your mother. What the... Wait, wait, he... Ah, 
Indeed. And now he's here to f*** us. So listen up, boy. Or pornography starring your mother will be the second worst thing that happens to you today. <laughs> this is an amazing example of how good writing can make, like, make a game, basically. Because well, Team Fortress mechanically is an incredibly fun yeah, game, yeah. But, but as we were just saying, I think that this is really what won people over to the new design. Well, like, yeah, absolutely. Man, hard to undersell the importance of good writing when it comes to games. being at Capcom and like, talking, because of these GDC... Um, uh, uh, not symposiums. What are they called? When you panels, when you go to panels and they and they talk about how, how they market Team Fortress stuff, is that they kind of don't give a fuck, and their goal is to create a really entertaining video, and then they go and look at the response, and they go see like what super hardcore Valve fans respond to, like, oh, you see in the background that thing's like a fucking clearly a reference to Half Life, and like, okay, they really like that stupid thing in the video, and because they work so fast and they're such a big team. The things you end up getting excited over, remember there were like seven trailers for all of these different things. Mm-hmm. They would watch them, see what people liked, and then that would end up going in the game when it had no intention of doing so. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they would just they would play up things that people responded directly to in trailers. And I assure you that does not happen in, in a lot of AAA development. Although this is absolutely a lesson that's been learned by indie studios who were very openly like, oh yeah, we read that, the forms they, all the time. They said that they, that they do that to this day. Like that, that's I, I how they it. figure stuff out. I, I think to, to Valve's credit, that's probably in part uh, it explains yeah. some of their success. I mean, the fact that they figured out very early on that, hey, we should probably listen to this feedback, yeah. and if we just implement but all the stuff like, that people I want. I hate this. He's like, you know, there's a little bit of like, you don't know what you're talking about. There's just change, but he's just like, yeah, if you're in a forum and you're talking about stuff in our trailers, you are actually secretly voting for the content that goes <laughs> yeah, in the game. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I actually, have that as an actual quote in a PC Gamer article. You want to talk about change. Mm-hmm. Like, the development of this game, the, mm-hmm. one of the reasons it was held up for so long mm-hmm is because, first off, they switched to from the original Half-Life engine to the Source, Source engine. engine. And that went through a bunch of uh, revisions mm-hmm. over time. And they, uh, one of the creators, uh, Robin Walker, mm-hmm. came out and said that the game had been through about three to four different iterations that were all scrapped because they didn't really work. Another and then they, Valve luxury. Yeah, they finally settled on... And, and they were working on other stuff during this time. Like They were working on Half-Life uh, 2 Episode 1, stuff like that. Um, because, yeah, people move around a lot at Valve. And uh, you know, they finally settled on this one with these very cartoony designs that were easy to see against the background. it's You can instantly recognize yeah. like what you're up against or what your teammates around you can do. Uh, and... Yeah. Oh, and one of the one of the scrapped versions actually had a uh, player who was a commander who would issue orders to other players, and they found out like it's no fun to play as a grunt in that situation. <laughs> so, get rid of that. Hmm. To clarify one thing I said before, just before we get too far away from it, mm-hmm. I don't think that developers should be beholden to their fans in any way. I don't think Absolutely that fans not. are you entitled. Don't know what the fuck, they're talking about. <laughs> but <laughs> frequently, I they know don't. I agree. Them, uh, um, for but feedback, yes, exactly. In this situation, I just wanted to make that clarification yeah. that those are not the same thing. <laughs> no, um, it, was more, it was more about throwing in something that wasn't an Easter egg, but gets wildly misinterpreted, yeah. and then they can end up making that a thing in the game, which yeah, yeah. I hadn't intended to. Which is very cool. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't want it. So I just want to make it very clear that you're not entitled. To shit, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's ca- <laughs> again, it's capitalist society. You're. Ah, it's not just that. It's just no, that it people is. gravitate like, towards the most it, negative thing they can think of. Well, and, no, I mean, it's, to... but like as a as a consumer, mm-hmm. like you have you have to like people made a product. You you're, you're all, the only vote that matters. Mm-hmm. Did you buy it or not? If you bought it. Anything you say doesn't matter, and if you didn't buy it, anything you say doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> did you buy it? Yes. 
You can be angry all you want. The point is, you got you get money. The, I, I the was, end. The end. The only, the only difference here <laughs> that is, is, that my, is that I'm not even being cynical. Like no. that is just the fucking truth. The point I'm trying because when I said it out loud, it doesn't make this like we've we read a lot of fan feedback incorporated that like no like Valve is shrouded in mystery and sure. like and like they have these things that are interpreted yeah, yeah, yeah. in weird ways and that Team Fortress intentionally like leaned into that shit. No, they and, were and, great. And with they it, they yeah. can move so they move really fast. Yeah. Well, yeah. not not only that, but was, this was in development for nine years. Yeah. Technically, okay. it's still in development yeah. because they're <laughs> as, as recently as like I think March twenty fifth, they really put out a new patch. Yeah. So nine years after a nine year development cycle, <laughs> they're still updating that, the game. That so was the hats, panel. Man. That was the panel I went to. It was it was called like how hats can how hats can be the basis for your online economy yeah. <laughs> because like because like not only that like remember when it was weird when Team Fortress two went free to play? Yeah, it's been that for half its life. And like wow. everybody thought that was crazy because you were still like it was still being bought and it's still like to this day one of the I think the second most highly played things yeah. on. It turns out if you make a game that's fun to play, people totally. will play it yeah. and then pay to be cosmetic goofballs with it. Like absolutely, I love it. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm all for spending. I mean, even if I don't want a stupid fucking hat, I'm all for giving money to people who yeah. made a thing that I love, sure, sure. especially if they like, let me play it for shit. free. Like, if you if you just download a patch on the right day or you unlock a you get an unlockable in the game, like I don't know. Team, there's a lot of great things to learn from Team Fortress. Yeah, but if it, it has to come from a developer who's a billionaire and, support, and using it to support a platform <laughs> yeah. and not a video game. They business. have a lot of luxuries that other developers do they not do. have. <laughs> right. I'm really curious to find out how many of you guys have actually played. Number two. As the shadow once again crawls across our world. And the stench of terror drifts on a bitter wind. The people pray for strength and guidance. They should pray for the mercy of a swift death. For I have seen what the darkness hides. It's got a trailer that only works at E3 with bass under your seats. What are you talking about? Also, I had to cut a ton of just music out of that with no dialogue. Again, from the first trailer, anyone want to guess? Something very bleak and hopeless. Lead female character? No, not necessarily. Mm, uh, not this enslaved. was in development for about eleven years. Whoa! From Blizzard. Blizzard. Oh, Ghost. I, I cheated because no. I looked nope. at your screen yeah, now. You you totally <laughs> I'm sorry. This I would is, not have gotten this though. It's Diablo three. Mm. Anybody play this besides me? No. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Michael. No. Tyler the the console not my kind of is game. purportedly amazing. Yeah. I played the PC version for a little while and then got distracted by other things and haven't been back since. But uh, still really addictive, uh, great game, especially if you like clicking repeatedly oh, on a mouse or a button. Initial work on this began uh, in 2002 at Blizzard North, which uh, some of you may remember was located in the Bay Area. Yeah, is that the Lost Vikings developer? Um, I don't, I don't <laughs> I know. I think just Blizzard was uh, the Lost Vikings We just Vikings did a bunch of crap developer. with what it. was one earlier, Rune Lost Vikings. Oh, no, Jesus that's Christ. Something, one. something. Okay. <laughs> That's human head. Yeah. Blizzard North was the studio responsible for the first two Diablos. And they were going to work on another expansion for Diablo 2 and then decided, well, why don't we just do Diablo 3? Mm -hmm. And so they came up with a version that was uh, 3D, had MMO elements, um, but everybody said it felt too similar to Diablo 2. Mm -hmm. It doesn't innovate enough. Uh, the studio closed in 2005, oh. so that effectively shut down that version of the game. Jay Wilson mm -hmm. had worked with them on Diablo 3, went on to 
head up development of the game at Blizzard proper, which production was basically rebooted in 2006 and uh, continued until 2008, at which point it was announced and said in an interview then he'd been working on it for about four or five years. Mm. Was in development for another four years after it was revealed and uh, went through an art style change that did piss off fans, Mm, as you you might remember. I do remember that. It was too bright and colorful. Um, The developers were like, well, it needs to be colorful so you can actually see what's going on. It's got to look like an old PC game. Look, never change anything ever. <laughs> it sounds like this. It's so crowded. You melt against my blows. It just sounds like a MOBA now. Against my blows. Someone who's never made anything ever. I'm definitely going to tell you how to make your thing. <laughs> Signed to the internet. I eat food, therefore I'm an expert on all food. <laughs> also, Chris, you you probably wouldn't like this because although you might because all the lore gets read to you. I can no longer deny the true nature of the evil that rises from the depths of the cathedral. It is almost too horrible to admit the truth of it. It is the Dark Lord of Terror, Diablo himself, who plagues us. Diablo. Just let me play the fucking game. Jesus. <laughs> but you are playing while this, are you this voice is true. I, I could be a voice actor in a It's video. not like Bioshock yeah, so you where have you have to, to... work in the department and be under salary already. I can do a mean <laughs> journalist, you know. <laughs> you were halfway to the talking head from that Nickelodeon game show. I am Olmec. There we go. There we go. Ah, yes. They were somewhere in between there. I have a secret bias against the purple parrots, for they shall always lose. <laughs> I was too busy hoping to bang chicks to watch that show. Watch Legends of the Hidden Temple? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, and I didn't either. Not that. chicks on the show, I hope. Yeah. That no. Would be, yeah, no, no. I was knee-deep in pussy. I didn't have any time for Nickelodeon game shows. No, I said wanting to. Oh. I was too busy longing silently. I was ten. Fun aside about Diablo 3. Okay. The first version of the game was purportedly set in heaven. During an invasion from hell, uh, which would mean more if you guys knew that the final version is not set in heaven. Um, I know a lot of trailers it? were... Oh, but... Wait, wait. But is this one of those games that's still in development? Does this have an unreleased expansion? Uh, it Well, it get, did get a pretty big expansion. No, a huge like one. With, when it came to PS4 mm-hmm. and Xbox One, like it, it had that expansion included. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't be getting yeah. confused with the Starcraft. I, I don't think it's still in development, but yeah, yeah. They, it's yeah. possible there's another expansion. Well, I mean, did they, I did no they just get rid of the online auction house? Like I, somewhat like recently, a couple of years. That was, ago, yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. It was less than a year. I, I could be really old <laughs> because <laughs> I know, right? That was like no. yeah. <laughs> the online Welcome auction back to house. The Diablo. We're talking about Diablo. Right, the online auction house was like I remember like that was one of the huge sticking points because. Yeah. It wasn't available at launch, mm-hmm. and and actually, at, when it did launch, like all kinds was, of problems, it was impossible to get online that first day. And I, I remember being just as furious as everyone else. And then, like, yeah, okay, I can get in now. It's stable. It's fine. And then people are complaining, "Where's the online auction house? Where's the online auction house?" It finally got the online auction house, mm-hmm. and then everybody was like, "The online auction house fucking sucks." Well, it ruined the in, the correct. It, it took out the organic incentive to keep playing the game because you could. It turns out you could make money off of it, mm-hmm. real money off of it, to to try and subvert pirates and let's be honest, Blizzard make a little, put a little money in your own pockets. They decided to make an inline auction house because people there was like Chinese gold farmers. A, a new business yeah. started because of Diablo. Um, well, that business was around for a while. Yeah, it was, it started, was but, yeah. It, it, but it started because of that. And like people selling accounts and selling in-game items. 
and, and like and so they decided to take out those pirates and like we'll just do it through us and you'll get a chunk of the profits. I and do remember this being a thing, do it legitimately, but... and, and I think it did kind of ruin certain aspects of the game. Like people were certainly upset. I remember yeah. that much. Yeah. Also, um, in a special nod to the concept of this top five, there's a secret level yes. in Diablo 3 called Development Hell, oh, hey. where all the monsters are named after the developing staff. Oh, that's adorable. I remember nice like, my favorite memory, and this is just to show how how, how we move forward, because this is like, how, how long ago did this game come out? This was, this was 2012. Like, I would so be fired years. because of this. But, uh, we, we, at PC Gamer, we had a couple keys to give away, and... Um, and I asked my boss, how do we give these away? He's like, any way you want. He's like, any way I want. Like, any way you want. I don't that's fucking care. You need, that's, that's what you need. need. That's the way you need it. He um, loves 11 things. Yeah, he loves 11 things. <laughs> and I, I, one of the things I did is like, uh, it's Charlie Barrett's birthday. Follow him on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and, and we got Charlie, I think like a thousand followers. Like, oh, if damn. Charlie Barrett reaches a thousand followers, I'll give away one of these keys. And my favorite, my favorite was the other one that I said, uh, I'll give two people a key. Uh, for every three that retweet my next tweet. And my next tweet, and again, this is a different time, uh, was honk if you love Jerry Sandusky. Um, (laughs) Like, hashtag Diablo, and like, nobody (laughs) gave me any shit at all. It got got like a billion retweets. uh, (laughs) God damn it, Chris. I wanted to see what, no, Uh. and again, nobody gave me any shit. Not a boss, not nobody. Nobody gave me any shit. Uh, real, real quick, wasn't the theme of this list games that emerged from development hell and were great? I feel like we just spent like ten minutes dumping on Diablo, no, Diablo 3. three. By all no, no, accounts, no, no. Like, it, it's it still is, being played. It's like... a fantastic game. Okay, like, it, it had issues. Yeah. We talked a lot about the issues. Well, because because, issues because we is... remember those because they made headlines. Yeah, that's true. But yes. overall, yes, it's it's a very good, very addictive game. Uh, the console version, again, I have I. I bought it. I haven't played it yet. I've heard it's sublime that it is the absolute best way to play. Yeah. Uh, I know I, I gave a copy to my sister. She absolutely loves it. So uh, play fucking Diablo 3. Go click on things. I yeah. Just deleted my Battle.net account. Well, maybe you should try and uh-huh. salvage it. I don't, oh, I don't even know what this voice is. <laughs> yeah, you got about halfway into that impression. We're like, nah. <laughs> try and salvage it. Uh, no, never mind. No. All right. Let's jump along to something I know Brett has played. Ernest. <laughs> the cradle of progenitor virus. Oh, yeah. What's this, Mr. Former Capcom employee? Uh, Resident Evil 4. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, Resident Evil 4. I don't remember what year that trailer is from. That trailer is from, I want to say, 2002? Yeah, yeah, 2002. So it's like around the time when RE is like... The last numbered entry was 3, which I think was 99, and it's now 2002, and yeah, the GameCube remake is out, and RE0 came out, but there's been no, like, what's the next Resident Evil, and 4 debuts is this, like, okay, it's Leon, and he gets kind of possessed by phantoms and has, like, different abilities, and... Well, that's the the version that we saw. That's the version we saw. And actually, there are 4 versions in Unall. We saw 2 of them Mm. before the final version. The first version started in 1998... The protagonist was going to be Tony Redgrave, one of a set of Jesus. twins. Hey, Tony Redgrave. Who, who would were, become Dante. Yeah, <laughs> who would become Dante, and his other twin would become Virgil, who were the, the super-powered sons of Oswald Spencer, owner of the Spencer Mansion from yes. the first game. And uh, they were going to have superpowers from the G-Virus. It was going to be set in the future. 
And it introduced things like, let's get rid of the fixed camera and the pre-rendered backgrounds. It's all going to be 3D. It's going to be about gothic castles. Yeah. And it's a different game, gothic so let's castle. just make it Devil May Cry. <laughs> that was It was directed by Hideki Kamiya, who was not normally uh, right. helming games in the Resident Evil franchise. And that game that nobody played yeah, became game. Devil May Cry. That game nobody no, played. Devil May Cry was an yeah. excellent game. I'm joking, nobody, joking. No, the game Did, that nobody played yeah, there is a was weird, turned into Devil May Cry. Yeah. Oh, the everybody. mechanics, I think, were considered Sorry. too batshit for Resident Evil. I uh, yeah. misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Juggling enemies and things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, absolutely. And they're like, you can't do that in a game where you're supposed to be scared. And <laughs> there were three more versions. There was uh, The first one is codenamed Castle or Fog or Mist. Uh, and... It was shown at TGS, Tokyo Game Show, in 2002. Oh, yes. Castle Fog Mist. Yeah. Um, had, had Leon running around... to be an N64 exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Escape from I'm Castle old. Fog Mist. I'm old. Yeah. Return of Castle Fog Mist. <laughs> had Leon running around in Oswald Spencer's castle. It was going to be about finding the virus that, like, all the, the T-virus and the G-virus came from, the progenitor virus. Right. Which would end up in five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the trailer looked like it had, like, an airship in it. Um, mm-hmm. I but, barely remember yeah, and then Final Fantasy crossover. The next version, so that that version was scrapped. Assets yeah. from it were used to create the next version, which was shown off at E3. So about a seven month window, maybe between those two versions being shown off, they they overhauled it, and that's the version that you've seen that sounds like this. <laughs> So walking around exploring, all of a sudden everything's bathed in this like blue fire yeah. and creepy ass dolls come to life. There's a guy with a like a hook on a chain that starts stalking Leon around. Um, that version also pioneered things like the the over the shoulder camera when aiming. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it, it looked like a Resident Evil game where it's like fixed cameras yeah. and. That camera kind of pulled back from your character. Yeah. But then also, like, QTEs when people attacked you. You mm. had to, like, re- try to wrestle the hook away or whatever. Um, and then there was... <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I thought Brett was going to say something. No, I thought it. so, too. No, no, no. And then uh, the third version, uh, I guess the fourth version at this point, was called Zombie. And never shown, but was uh, decided, like, this is... You're, you're going back to basics, and now it's too formulaic. We've done zombies to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, Shinji Mikami steps back in, replaces uh, Hiroshi Shibata, who was the director up to that point, and creates the version that we know after about two more years. Yeah. So Releases January of 05 mm-hmm. on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Yep. Part of the GameCube 5. <laughs> including <laughs> almost lost the time. Yeah, and then immediately announced, it is also coming to PlayStation 2, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> yep. It'll be a version you enjoy playing. And had the internet been in full force, people would have been even more mad. <laughs> How <laughs> dare someone else get to play and join the thing I did. Uh, the GameCube people never even would have known what was happening. They had no internet. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a requirement for owning a GameCube. <laughs> It was a very odd little console. It was. I liked it a lot, but yes. Then RE4, which was its own, like, it's hard to oversell why that game is so good, but it is, that game was truly a next-gen game on the last-gen. Yeah, yeah. circa 2005. It's if like you really it, think it. Like why? Why pioneer something that bold within that franchise? Just the whole like, aim, just the whole aiming system that over the shoulder. It it's like redefined third person shooting. Like Kill Switch, I think was the game that kind of did something similar before. There was some game that approximated that, well, but Kill it was Switch already had the uh, the cover cover shooting. Okay. Maybe that's what, there was yeah. some other game I think that did some approximation of that. But then it's like RE4 was like, oh, this is 
this mm-hmm. is it. Like every game from GTA to Dead Space to yeah. Gears, yeah. G- like this is what you do now when you mm-hmm. shoot. You have this camera angle, and you hold the L button, you pull up your gun, and now you can. Yeah, a game yeah. notorious, a series notorious for not having great shooting mechanics. Yeah. somehow ended up redefining shooting mechanics. Yeah. And then, so yeah, it just had this long, drawn out process, and then turned out to be one of the most like that thing where like development hell resulted in one of the greatest games. Yeah. Like I, I like Resident Evil Four is I've said it many times, many places. Like it's one of my favorite games of all time, and I'm so glad that it spent as much time in the oven and probably cost. An insane amount of money, <laughs> given given how much uh, stuff was started and stopped. But. It's actually one of the the shortest development times on this list because yeah. it was six years, yeah, which yeah. is still a long ass time. long time. Figure out your budgets. I think and now now figure out how much it costs to hire a receptionist for six years. <laughs> <laughs> and now imagine that's the lowest paid person on staff. Yeah, and I, then think I, of I, the size of that staff. I think Dragon's Dogma was similar. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was four to six years or something like that but and then imagine you're going to introduce another kind of gameplay calm down yeah everything's going to be just fine it's not my name's leon i'm under the president's order to rescue you what my father so yeah this being is followed be- around by the president's daughter it's a time crisis crossover waiting to happen now. yeah wow uh, yeah, it did start. I mean, this is a it's it's an interesting topic because now around this time now, Resident Evil's twenty years old, and like one, two, and three were huge hits, but like three sold less than two. Veronica sold less than three. And it's like you got to do something. You mm-hmm. can't keep doing this. Got to save then, it. And then in that gap was Outbreak and other spinoffs. But then the movies blow up and become these huge surprise hits. Mm-hmm. And it's like what? And so now RE has to change. And so they iterate, iterate, iterate. And when they came out with was RE4, which to me is the perfect balance of, yeah, it is a fun shooting game to play while also I still feel kind of out of my element. Leon's in over his head. I still feel like he, when he dies, I believe it. And I believe that, like, Ashley, it's, you know, oh, you got to have this AI partner with yeah. you and tag along, and that's annoying. But, like, it's not the whole game. It's it's, true. it's these points, and it's like, well, yeah, what did you think was going to happen? You're there to rescue the fucking daughter. Mm-hmm. So you, now you got to deal with rescuing the fucking daughter. Like, I think that's a great idea. You could do a lot worse yeah. than Ashley. Like, you oh, would yeah, tell yeah, her to yeah, be yeah. a place, and she would yeah, just stay. Yeah, she just fucking like, cool. stay there. Mm-hmm. Instead right. of, like, I'm going to get killed. Yep, uh, so that's, that's a real problem. <laughs> and then after that, with five and six, it's like, well, now you all we have is co-op, 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 co-op. It's like the idea of playing the game alone and feeling scared by yourself. It's like you kind of got to do revelations for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway... Yeah, but um, I also want to say I think a key part of this game's success was believable Spanish. Son of a... Te voy a hacer picadillo, which is a type of shredded beef. <laughs> <laughs> you can order it at restaurants. Look, it's true. Uh, Japan has no idea what it's Spain delicious. Is. Yeah, that's, that's like a, it's like marinated, right? Uh, yeah. How did you feel uh, having a bunch of uh, pseudo Spaniards being shot at? I felt like this. What the fuck? <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> Try that again. So maybe you have nine lives, but it doesn't matter now, Mr. Kennedy. Mr. Kennedy. I sent my right hand to dispose of you. Your right hand comes off? Hmm. Say whatever you please. Die, you worm! Is that the same voice as Psycho Mantis? <laughs> um, maybe. I don't like, know. I just hearing it now, I was like, I. Yeah, there's only a handful of white people trusted by Japan to deliver all dialogue. <laughs> you like me, that's Kennedy. Probably. St- even to this day, yeah. the pool of uh, uh, voice actors that get hired for games you is very like small. Stimpy. You're an idiot. That's exactly what I was thinking. I couldn't remember if the Joel like was the red same or things though. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you like John Chris for Lucy cartoons. Dog breath. 
do Ren and Stimpy lines all day. Yeah, right. Space Madness. So yeah, Resident Evil 4. So anyway, Space Madness. Where's that podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. We've done it. Uh, all the, yeah, again, all these five games mm. emerged from development hell to be great. Uh, yeah. Diablo 3, I think the issue was you guys didn't play it, but you remember the controversy. So yeah. no, I, it's not so much a shitting on it as like, yeah. these are things you remember. I didn't try and, and shit on it. I didn't play it a lot. But my friends play it and mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's mm-hmm. great. Uh, all right, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some news, some other stuff. So stay tuned. <laughs> Get scratching. Are you already tired of 2016? Jump into the past with 302010, our weekly pop culture time machine podcast. Here's something you may remember from 1996. In case you don't know what Kinder the Embraced is, it's based on the uh, White Wolf tabletop RPG series Vampire the Masquerade. Oh. Can you table- hold these books so I can knock them on the ground? <laughs> is tabletop RPGs too far for no, you No, to- no, 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 my no, friends I, played this stuff. No, I did, I I did find it impenetrable. Yes. I mean, I was well, D&D, it's fine. They made Vampire the Masquerade, Werewolf the Apocalypse, Mage the Awakening. <laughs> this uh, is, can you say this like Troy McClure, please? <laughs> <laughs> these are just random words and a- adjectives. Were- Werewolf the Apocalypse. Zombie the Simmering. <laughs> well, no, they were... They were Frankenstein the Lombard. <laughs> All right, but fine. Enough about. Kindred. I never get to make fun of anybody for being a nerd. If you could see the room we're in right now, <laughs> there is uh, a alphabetized Disney shelf right behind me. Uh, well, yeah, did your did your hubby play these games? Uh, like he that? did actually, and my my boyfriend at the time did. I went to one party. Ooh, they were playing. Have a type. She does have a type. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> That's 302010, a weekly look at what happened in pop culture 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago, every Thursday right here on the Laser Time Network. And we're back. Who wants to jump in with another round of... The Ghost of Him? It is the Ghost of Him. I've always wondered where that music came year. from. What is that music? Uh, is David B. Cooper? Yeah, David B. Yeah. Cooper uh, put it put it together. He remixed our singing into actual... We tried to do an impromptu new release song, and it accidentally <laughs> became the new release song. Mm-hmm. It sounds yeah. like that... You Are Dead from Total Distortion to me. Shh, shh, shh. Oh, yeah, okay. Never mind, never really? Mind. <laughs> dead, <Everybody>? dead, dead? <laughs> the whole audience is lawyers. <laughs> Thought you were hot. Guess what? Trust You're not. Me, uh, new, uh, I, you I, are new. new I, I dare a lawyer <laughs> to try to take oh, that this, song. This is a legal house of cards. It's, it could all come down at any moment. Uh, try to figure out who owns that song. <laughs> Quantum Break. <laughs> Quantum Break, yes. What did you think you were playing? It? Um, That's all Lance Riddick was in. Uh, yes. He is in it. Yeah, yeah. Like and uh, Aiden Gillen, who plays Littlefinger. Yeah, sorry, I'm a little, I'm a little drinkle, so I'll try and get this together from what I know about it. The mm-hmm. new game from Remedy, the people who brought you Alan Wake and Max Payne, who yes. I, which I think I hate shooters, but I think those are the be- some of the best games ever made. Mm-hmm. Alan Wake and Max Payne, um, both very cool games. Very cool games, yeah. and, and so the, what the game is different reasons, but the very game, cool. The game balances a really good 
shooter mechanic with a really interesting way to tell a story. They don't gel that well, and I can see that people... It, it's not reviewing amazingly, but then what exclusive uh, console exclusive is at this point. Yeah, um, let, me, let me tell you, as uh, someone who works for one of those big sites, comments, not happy. Really? Uh, about yeah. the review? Bloodborne performed really well. No, no, Bloodborne is the best <laughs> the best exclusive, at, period. It's one of the best games. And we, and we say exclusive, we don't even discuss Nintendo Thank you games, because they're all, they're all worse than Paper Mario. <laughs> That's, I don't know about that, man. Um, as someone who just finished Paper Jam, I'm pretty salty. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, Dave jumped us into the middle of the game because obviously the first hour is literally you walking through a college, but it, in, it involves uh, an experiment in time distortion. You eventually become like basically like you know how Mac, in Max Payne when you stop time to do mm-hmm. bullet time essentially. Now their pow- powers coming from your wrist. Is that anything like laser time? Yeah, Woo! it's better than bullet time. Uh, but. God. Uh, can the, we redesign the, the, the whole thing? The, <laughs> the interesting thing about the game is one of those things that sounds supremely interesting on paper, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I okay. How big a hard drive? How much hard drive space do you have left in your Xbox One? I think I have 120 gigs. Well, mm-hmm. then you're going to need 70 of those for this game. <laughs> wow, uh, be, really? Yeah, because oh, what it's doing 70. is is it's a it, lot of gigs. It is it is Max Payne starring Iceman and Marin. Um, <laughs> From from X Men and Lord of the Rings, Marin, Marin, and Marin and Mary. Pippin, Mary, Mary, Mary. He's he's Dominic Monaghan. People know no. him. Okay. From no, he's, that, he's, he's, that, he's married. That I actually knew more <laughs> because Dominic because Monaghan. they make jokes in the game about like, what are you, some kind of X Man? And he's 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 Bobby Iceman really? Drake from uh, the yeah, X Men yeah, films. Yeah. Ooh, you're the lead character. Yeah. I'm oofing, and I'm no, a guy no, who likes puns. I, I I said it wrong. It's it's fine. It's just, it's a small aside. Who the fuck I, remembers he's Iceman? I know, I know. That was a long. It <laughs> wasn't even the good X Men comics, hey, and hey, I hey, forgot hey. that the, the last the Days of Future Past. It was the best Iceman sequence of all time. Oh, that's yeah. That's which one other than it? Sam Jackson's Frozone? Which which thing? Did you do? Days of Future Past. In the very beginning, when they all die, and then it's undone. Oh yeah. Seriously, that's a great scene. It was a good scene. That's a great scene. It was a good scene. Uh, but uh, what? Okay, so what this game does? You have moral decisions. Can you believe it? Can you yes. believe it? Can you believe you have? Moral, Can you believe? You it? have moral decisions to make. And so this? the one we encountered was there was a uh, protester woman at the big corporation, and you're playing Carcetti or Littlefinger, however you prefer him. I don't know the actor's name, but I love The Wire, and that's the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love The Wire and uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, and it's like there's this protester she's captured do you convert her to your side and employ her to try and reach out and it's like a propaganda them? tool basically yes. yeah. it's, called, it's called the PR measure or do you do the hardline one and kill her and take her out of the equation so do you harvest the little sister or do you <laughs> set her free so now imagine you harvested the little sister uh huh and the next thing that occurred was a 20-minute live-action TV <laughs> show based on your decisions uh, and that is what this is yeah and like there's one. Th- this sounds like, impractically expensive. Oh it's, well, I mean, like they're 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 uh, mo-capped Lance Reddicks yeah. and Iceman anyway. But then, like, it does cut to live-action live footage. Action. From like, what I understand, though, the live-action stuff relatively low budget. I mean, apparently they got a really great yeah. cast. It, it but... looks really pretty, and we're sh- we were streaming the thing. That means we're uploading 1080p worth of information to Twitch and streaming. 1080p video back and it looked um, it looked amazing hmm. uh, I thought so it looked, it's finally Ground Zero Texas you are literally playing a game to make your own it's 20 minutes a 20 minute TV show and I will tell you in execution we're like we're not going to make people in the stream sit through that <laughs> like yeah. that like we can't just watch a TV show but like your decisions will change the TV show and so again there's 70 gigs of it so you from might, a single player perspective it might be pretty cool 
Yeah. Oh, so I actually have a, a quick question about that, though, because from, from what I understand mm-hmm. from having read our review at GameSpot.com... Um, the fuck is GameSpot? <laughs> or VideoGames.com. I discovered that apparently CBS yes. owns VideoGames.com yes, and do. it redirects mm-hmm. to GameSpot. That's really? a real thing. Well, it sure used did. to be VideoGames.com, like, in the 90s, really? before it was yeah. GameSpot. Yeah. I didn't realize there was, yeah. they actually well, used that Scott, URL. let me tell you about the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was born in 1986. Uh, I, I only know that because I had a friend in college who was like, I do reviews for VideoGames.com. <laughs> they send me free games. RealityTV.com wow. rerouted to GameSpot. Just every every single genre. We'll get there. But Quantum Break question. <laughs> yeah. So our reviewer, according mm-hmm. to him, the TV show is almost entirely separate from the story in the yeah. game. Like yeah. the story follows the, your protagonist no, character and the TV show is like, here's the villains. It's so like, I remember, yes did no. they relate at all? Like, I, did yes. the decisions oh, did actually impact the I show? I did, yes. Uh, I remember Christian Nutt writing this thing on his on his fucking live journal that it was that long ago about the lock and gate system of a JRPG and like the JRPG in the early 2000s was like you do all this fun but monotonous stuff and you basically are unlocking a giant cinematic and and that's how JRPGs worked and that's how they died because that was your reward your reward for playing through this game was to see more movie and this is kind of what they're trying to do and I can see why that wouldn't work for people um, I, but again, like it, it's it's like you have you have these decisions that change the course of the game. But like, how do I know that unless I play through the game more than once? What was it? It's not worth playing through more than once, really. Well, it tells you when you make the decision. Mm-hmm. Like you you can, you can see the results. Like okay, this this is the long term effects of what but, this decision will but be. But not in the TV show. That's true. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's the re- the reward yeah. is the TV show, and I just don't see. Who that's going to really appeal to in execution. So, wait a minute. Why do you hate Xbox? I don't hate Xbox! <laughs> yeah, a lot of those comments. A lot of those comments uh, on videogames.com. Why isn't this a 10 out of 10? Because because the actual game uh-huh. is beautiful, funny, and like like the the time powers we barely got into them were awesome. Uh-huh. Like it yeah, was, they are really cool. Yeah, it was like it was your your Max Payne but a superhero. Mm-hmm. That's great. And how many Xbox One games do you own? <laughs> really? <laughs> like it, it, it kind is, of all of them. It is uh, interesting that I think uh, hmm. this continues. How many? Wait, how many? Hold on. <laughs> to I'm trying to invent a character. I'm, I'm, very, I'm, very excited I'm going to hold this feet to the fire on this. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I don't care. Uh, I, I think it is interesting that uh, Xbox One exclusives, like even more so than stuff I've seen on PS4, it seems to be like we are pushing for extreme photorealism. We yeah. have facial captured actors. Fucking hate that shit. Uh, it, it, you saw it in Halo 5. Don't um, like it. I, I, I to this day have yeah. seen Halo 5 in motion, so I don't No, no, I, I did play it. I just love when I, video games are a unique medium. Yeah. And when you do mm-hmm. photorealism, it's like so fucking what? Kind of. It's stylized shit that, mm-hmm. that that's yeah. artistry. Like, yeah, when just, you look just at making... Final Fantasy 5, 15, like, I could never see that in person. Yeah, it's like... Or, or, yeah. or like, like Hyper the, Light the, Drifter. The, the ridiculous yeah. hair and oh, the ridiculous yeah. costumes. It's like when you have this photorealistic... This is the most realistic gun that has ever been put in a game. It's like, I don't care. You need to make a crazy thing that can't exist in the real world, and that's why. So, but, wait, but, the, the, but that's when, why the time control aspect of this game when does. You, seem when you do play the game, it looks really good, but it's like in like it feels really. Have you ever seen a gun look this real? It, yeah, in real life, it, feel, it, it looks really next gen, and I, I know that's it, not a compliment. It depends on the story you're trying to tell, though. Like, I don't think every story has to be fantastical and have these kind of elements no, that couldn't no, exist it, in the it, real it world. It doesn't. But if remember, you're trying just, to tell a grounded you what, story, yeah. the thing you're manipulating is not the course of the game, but the course of the television episodes you end up watching. That's a little weird. That's yeah. a really thing, yeah, yeah. No, weird thing, thing to hang your hat on. That feels almost like a CDI. Yeah, yeah. Like it describe. feels like a very like. It, but again, we just talked about Ellie Noir. It's bold things that everybody makes fun sure, of. Sure. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and again, I, I applaud I, the experiment. 
I don't know how much yeah. more of it I'm going to play at this point. I mean, because it's on Dave's Xbox. Um, I mean, you got yeah. the Division, dog. Why I got the Division. Why don't exactly. play anything else, bro? Yeah, Listen, fucking... I like the Division quite a bit. No, I, mean, I don't know what we the all, like, Michael and I said we like we we were like we both kind of like accidentally fell into it for like an eight hour period. Yeah, it's one of those games yeah. for sure where it's like this is bullshit. I hate that it does this thing, and then eight hours later, like I got to give it the oh, knee pads. I, I need it. better knee pads. It, once it, once I understand it, it's the same bug as Monster Hunter or Destiny. Oh, it, to- it totally yeah. is. But I like that that bug is built into a shooter because I like shooters. I've never. Like again, this, Hunter, this is but... going for something else, and the, the thing we came upon uh, about console exclusives that I had never thought of before um, is that console exclusives are extravagantly pretty, have a lot of money clearly spent on them, but are all built to buoy franchises, whether the game merits it or not. And I think that's why they you see them getting six to eights, uh, or I think someone had given it even lower, like a five to. Yeah, eight. Giant Bomb gave it a yeah, two because out of five. like it's it's yeah, technically very sure. impressive, but like. In terms of every other game out there, I'm having much more fun with The Division than I am with Quantum Break. Mm. Like, that is, I think that's going to be most everybody's experience. I wonder how much reviews are affected by what other big game came out. Like, like imagine this game came out before Division. Well, I do think... Because if everyone's in the mindset of, like, a grindy, fun, like, hook me in, and then, like, you try to... Peel me back from that. Remember when we were play. fucking trying to redefine super reviews, and it was like, is it better than? Because like you have to acknowledge like sure. what's yeah. in the market, what's Dude, what it's I trying lo- to achieve. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> love is it better than? Yeah, we we You're still welcome. get people who are like, bring back fun factor ratings, rate games based on graphics, controls, that's, that and was fun my factor. Con- contribution to super review because I thought that was important to that. Like, is it better than this thing that it's trying to kill? Which yeah. is how most games used to promote themselves. Yeah. Like, where this killer, the super like, review was an outdated really? way of. <laughs> but then you end up with these like kind of false dichotomies like I don't think that the Division and Destiny are mutually exclusive I think you can play and enjoy both games for different reasons no Brett is making this face like they're <laughs> well, you know, it, it really is apples I'm, and oranges well so it yeah. is but I'm thinking again I'm thinking like I can't I'm sure that person exists but like I personally I, I can't imagine the idea of like yeah I'm really into WoW and I'm really into Monster Hunter mm-hmm. like yeah, who has that kind of time? But that—that's why, like, division and destiny. I'm like, both of those things are like yeah. pretty time intense. Not that yeah, yeah. not yeah, that one is are. better than the other. Yeah. It's just like, how can you do both? Yeah, you you like me. I'm basically going to play the two in between their updates when they <laughs> give me new shit. Sure, because that's how I have to play them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know because they're kind of the same experience. It's different experience for everybody. We'll yeah. say, I thought one thing that's really interesting about mm-hmm. the moral choice mm-hmm. is that it, it takes a, a different direction than most moral choices. Mm-hmm. In that, most moral choices are the hero. Deciding, like, yeah. okay, what kind of hero yeah. do I want to be? This is, you take control of the villain briefly, yeah. and you get to make a decision that is either, this is what I think is right, mm-hmm. or this is what will make things better yeah. for the hero. Because if you decide to kill that woman, he's yeah. like, the people will turn against us. Yeah. And, the, and She becomes a martyr to the cause. Yeah, and the hero will get the support. Whereas mm-hmm. if we do the PR campaign, we spare this girl, but then uh, the hero's going to have a tough oh, no, time. It, it shows it. you that like she will turn against you eventually. Hmm. Right? It, I thought I it did. I don't think that well, was they in the premonition. Her, yeah, because I've, I've seen the same thing, and I think that yeah. they use her against you. So her mm-hmm. living is bad for the hero. I, I thought... Yeah. I hate saying this because I think someone said that their their audio logs are called narrative elements. Yes, uh, it's not nice. just audio logs. It's uh, like I'm, I'm going to read a, an email, yeah, or long email. According things, again to yeah. a reviewer, I was talking to him earlier today about this. Actually, on a live show, this is my second time on mic today. According to him, the emails are like the stuff you can find. Good time, Scott. Pages, and pages, and pages of text, mm-hmm. which sounds like no, why it, would it, you sit and read that lot, in the middle of the game? It's, it, it is. Um, it does present the modern shooter in a very beautiful uh, light. It is, sorry, it is, it, is, it is evolving the modern shooter. 
but like Homer Simpson is a brilliant man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to knock the game because when like when the game is a game, it it seems really fun. But like really, your reward is twenty minutes of television. Yeah, that's super yeah. weird. Yeah, that's a really again really weird thing to hang your hat on. <sighs> Remember a couple so, years ago, was, am I missing something about Quantum Break, Michael? If I didn't it know was, you played it. If it was a coffee, mm-hmm. what coffee would it be? Ooh, it would probably be a gingerbread latte. Great mm. at certain times of year. Uh-huh. But obviously available for a limited time for a reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I feel like there's an inside joke that I've There's not. No, I, nope. just, I, I only want to review things on a scale that is not quantifiable. One yeah. latte? Or arguable at all. It's exactly. like, I guess it is like a I want to speak platitudes of soccer mom. No, it's a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> I don't know who this is. Gilbert Gott. <laughs> I say, I, you know, I've been playing. I think my only. I'm on the road to supreme drunkenness. Yeah, that's pretty clear. Gilbert <laughs> Godfrey levels of drunkenness. My my only issue with I mean, the game uh, is like getting getting to that uh, TV show. It really is just like, okay, now we're stopping the game so you can watch this episode of what amounts to like a 20 minute cutscene yeah. that's all live Jeez. action. But then uh, I have the option to skip it. Yeah. Or watch the entire thing. There's no option, or not, not a clear option, to like pause it and watch it later. Yeah. Oh, um, really? And it's huh. probably selectable from the main menu, but there. Which I didn't want to risk. Like what I'm you're never talking. Gonna that see would be really interesting. Like, like let's just say you're too tired or too drunk to play a video game. You want to see like just say which that. I was. I was watching this at like three in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, like I have to finish. This. Like I have to do, get out a couple emails. What if the, what if a television show starring the best character in the wire and the second best character in the wire to respond to that Donald Duck fan? Right? The, <laughs> you can wait till the morning. Uh, yes, he does. No, Brett. they're drawing the dick the wrong size. <laughs> he has to. Uh, his his butt is a bundle of feathers. It corkscrews the other way. This is a fifteen dollar commission. It has to be right. You guys need to stop right now. This is Donald Duck we're talking about. <laughs> Donald uh, Duck Dynasty. I know, I know if he had a dick, he'd use it respectably in a very 1890s way. I know he's a great member of the Air Force. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a true testament to the service. The British Navy, yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about again? Uh, Quantum Brizzle. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Quantum Wake. Also, this week is the release of the HTC Live. Mm, I've been the watching fuck is that. I've been watching Giant Bomb. They've had, like, a, at least. 11 hour live stream I think of wow. just uh, using it oh PR. they're playing every game yeah. for Vive which is like a hundred different things although a lot of them aren't really games they're like solitaire experiences and they're, they're modified games and a weird look into aperture science and mm-hmm. it is it is the Oculus with with a controller essentially right or a well, hand motion controllers it's, yeah. yeah hand motion controllers you're meant to play it standing up mm-hmm. you can also play it sitting Pass. down but it's it's the room scale thing where yeah. it tracks your movements as you're walking mm-hmm. around the room you have to put like sensors in the room yes so yes. It yes. Yeah. You. and you then it, it has the cameras room. on the front yeah it will it Seems will warn like you when you're too close to so, solid objects all yeah. this shit i don't care but <laughs> what what is great is that when you start mixing this like we're on the way people mm-hmm. yeah. this with connect with all this other shit holodeck like, yeah, no, we're getting there. We got to make the, the hard. We got to make the hard light thing happen. But uh, that's what gives the vibe, like, because it's we're not quite ready for the holodeck. Because it doesn't, no, no, like, no, that's like fifty. No, no, years but, away. but but this is close because this gives you hand controls. It turns your hands sure. into giant stupid mm-hmm. claws. Yeah, yeah. But it does allow the system to recognize where you are a that's little cool. better than the Oculus. That's cool. Uh, what I what I've heard is that when it works, it's amazing. Yeah. But a it takes like. Uh, 
some people were saying two hours to yeah. set up. Yeah. That seems like a bit of an exaggeration. Well, Our guy took an it took an like, hour, that, which is still way longer than the rift. Of, those kinds of things, though, it's like oh, it takes two hours to set up. Yeah, when I hooked up ten years ago, I, I mm-hmm. bought a five point one mm-hmm. and set that up. That took a while, it man, and, and, and it was an experience. And mm-hmm. then I had to get rid of it because I moved to California. It requires the room sensors, which to has be no a, room mm-hmm. at a certain height. And then, like, if sure, you're yeah. wrong, you have to redo everything. So, yeah, it can it's, take two hours. You might have to rearrange your fucking room. No, no, I totally buy that it takes time to set up, but it's like, yeah, a lot of shit does. Like, all we, we stream shit from here all day long. One of the reasons we didn't when I looked in the vibe, it's like, I'm not going to accommodate this thing. Yeah, yeah. This room for a stream. Mm. Well, yeah, for superstar streamers like ourselves. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> YouTube.com slash Laser Time Network. We just uploaded a Rugrats video. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds right. You remember yeah. the one with Mace driving the dragon, the Reptar uh, car? <laughs> Makes me laugh it's every good. single time. Uh, Mega Man Legends 2. Uh, I, actually PlayStation had, I had a big hand in this. Uh, I'm too drunk to talk. <laughs> no, it was oh, so, no. So, yeah, this is just another one of those PSN. But was uh, it Misadventures of Tron Bond came first? Yeah. And then Legends That was actually mostly, that just showed up. I had nothing to do with that. Really? Like, that was like a nice, like, you know, we get, I, I liaised a lot with Japan. Mm-hmm. On like, hey, and I worked on NOA stuff for uh, Virtual Console mm-hmm. and PSN. And that's Nintendo of America, people. That's Nintendo of America. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, there was like two years ago we started this conversation of like, can we find... I'm like, I want to find a way to get Legends 1 and 2 there. And that conversation was born from me like really pushing. And then a lot of other people had to like do the legwork to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Because both games had issues on the mm-hmm. emulation side or... Legal stuff, like I mean, a lot of games from that era do because it's sure. just like, yeah, we'll just put a license thing. We'll and put, put a logo on. We'll put a Kawasaki logo sure. on the Wave Race. Um, yeah, random things like that. We're like, mm. yeah, whatever. Uh, it's a Wave Race reference, people. Yeah, which that one they whatever. But <laughs> this is one of those that like right before I left uh, Legends Two, the conference because I knew Legends One was finally going to make it, mm-hmm. and I was really excited because that is legit like two years of, of yeah. off and on because. It's nobody's one job. Yeah. Like, make sure Legends 1 gets on... Like, what? For what? Like, to go mm-hmm. on PSN... And it, PS1 Classics? Like, that's, Speaking for me, not Brett, even though we worked at the same company, those games make nothing I mean, on they can, the, though. They can. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I pushed X4 and 5. Like, it was just one of those, like... So if you think that every game needs funding for development, there's nobody to fund development for a PS1 game well, a being of, redone on a PS3 well, unless, yeah. unless unless a bunch of people really want to see it happen. I mean, they're, they're not redone. It's just like a lot of it is like even being opt. You, ah, it's not. It's not. This? It's not that though. It's it's just it. It's time. It's paperwork. It's ch- it's legal checks. It's it is, it's it is a salary lot of, stuff. It, yeah, yeah. There's salaries involved. Absolutely. But Legends Two was one of those that I left kind of when it was still kind of up in the air about you know. You gotta look. You gotta consider like PS3 is getting pretty long in the tooth, man. Like that's a really old platform, and even mm-hmm. if we did put it there, like, oh wait, is it on PS4? No, oh <laughs> PS3. Like because that's where PS1 classics are. PS4 doesn't have the equivalent right now. That's true. Not yet. So that's so PS3 is insane, by the so, way. Yeah, which is nuts because uh, that bothers the piss out of me because the technology isn't there except on my Android. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah I mean, that, right? and that's that's a Sony thing. Hopefully, one day they'll get. You gotta get a Vita, out. man. Yeah. yeah, I did go. Well, in- it's on Vita too, I believe. Guys, mm-hmm. I yes. did go into my vape shop this week. Yes, <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm like, I'm like, holy more. shit, is that an Oculus? And he's like, yeah, it's a Samsung VR uh, Oculus equivalent, but it's only for my phone. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck are you That's talking? 
Why the... F- what mobile phone game would you need an Oculus for? They, there's software for it. No, no, it's... Uh, what the fuck's it called? Sorry. Uh, the, Legends 2, everybody. No, but, no, no, no. But it came out like, this week in like... In like no, what, no, 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 no. The Samsung VR was like... It's been uh, out for a while. 2015. Oh, yeah. My bad. I mean, there were... And it's like a hundred bucks. People, when we, when we were yeah, waiting in line said. to see yeah. Star Wars, there was like a guy sitting there in line with it on, and oh, I just yeah, wanted yeah, to go and like... If you guys are playing Bejeweled in any other way, fucking losers. Look at that jewel! Look at that one! It's crazy! I've used it. It is a, it is a really good effect. The only thing is, like, you have to own a new like Samsung Galaxy like S three S four at least, and that and that might even not be the new one. Here's here's the thing though. So the next uh, Galaxy model that comes out, I believe, if you pre order the phone, you get, you get oh, the, VR. the VR device for it's free. Hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It seems kind of, and it's also the only wireless VR yeah, option, which, which is weird. kind of awesome. The only problem is that like the the video is just coming from your phone. There's no yes. way to hook it up. And to and sorry, that was else. my big issue with the Vive. Is like the Vive has like. 800,000 more wires and sensors to deal with. Yeah, it's definitely the most cumbersome, but it's also Mm. the most impressive in a lot of ways. Like, it actually has a front-facing camera, so it can sense, like... I mean, that's part of how it does what it does. I mean, it's way more functionally robust than Oculus. It's just, like, more expensive and heavier and more cumbersome in every way. So it's, like, what's kind of a balancing act. So, yeah, Samsung's option is, like, the most accessible but the least powerful so you have the whole sort of gradient of vr options uh, we've covered a lot of this stuff at my job so i know a lot of vr job, stuff job, what is it i work at videogames.com <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah let's see came out this <laughs> oh, sorry uh and no that's just another one of those like it took a long time and there were you know it just it's a bad game but enjoy no, you think you like it it's, <laughs> it's a good game i think you, you like it like, it stands for something else now but it sucks well it doesn't suck, it really man. does i played it twice it's uh, <laughs> you played it twice, it but finishing good. it twice is two different things. Uh, there is another Finish game. Finish it twice. It's I, not good. That's not true. That's I don't true. believe that for a second. True. I don't believe that for one second that you beat Mega Man Legends 2 twice. For sure. Tell me anything about uh, a plot point of the game. Do you really? This is really how I'm going to prove that I played Mega Man Legends? I, uh, I kicked we, a can into a monkey. We, and we can move on. All right. Four hours later. I, I accept your apology. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> 1979 Revolution Black Friday is a game I didn't realize what was coming out yeah, this year. Yeah, I wanted Wait. to play that. I saw a trailer for it a couple weeks ago, and now apparently it's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a game about the Iranian Revolution. Yeah. It plays like a telltale game. Uh, you play as a photographer named Reza, who is kind of drawn in like your your brother's... Uh... Like for Wu-Tang Clan? Yes. That's yes. for sure. I was Sorry. trying real hard to get uh, there. Uh, not... <laughs> I was going to go to the Sony television. I'm faster than drunk Sony <laughs> television. You play, Sorry, as, you play as Vio. Reza is a Persian name unlike Riza. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. yes. I was just being an asshole. Completely different. And your partner, Jiza. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Iranian cell token. Go, go, go. Okay. This, this actually sounds really interesting. I'm... Your brother, Ghostface Killer, is a, is a police officer <laughs> for, working for it. the Shah. And uh, your, your, your best friend... Um, ODB, yes, thank you. Is uh, he's he's uh, involved in a protest movement, and it takes place in 1980. Uh, there's a big thing of like you're you're kind of playing with your life, being a photographer, trying to capture uh, the social upheaval that's going on at the, at the time. And uh, it's worth pointing out, like this is a, a period I don't think a lot of Americans know about, other than like yeah, they swarmed our embassy and took everybody hostage. Yeah, everyone's seen Argo. Yeah, yeah, but that was just one part of it, and like there were like a bunch of different factions in this revolution. There were Marxists who thought that they were going to transform Iran into a socialist paradise. 
Uh, a Planet of the Apes makeup artist. There, yeah, sure. Yeah, John Chambers. John Goodman plays in, the, in Argo. Oh, okay. He designed Spock's. He designed Spock's ears. <laughs> there were I'm not also, kidding. It's, of it course, really the, happened. No, I completely <laughs> believe you. That's absolutely the kind of thing you would know. <laughs> it's a Planet of the Apes guy. And <laughs> inspired FX. <laughs> yes, inspired <laughs> FX. Thirty twenty ten. Everybody. <laughs> That's where you talked about this before. There were also the Islamic fundamentalists who ended up uh, taking power and putting the Ayatollah Khomeini in charge, but that all happened a little bit later. Like the the period that you're exploring is one of like confusion and chaos, and uh, it sounds really cool. So I'm looking forward to playing the it. The pre-order tonight. bonus should have been like a really fun bootleg T-shirt, circa 1980. <laughs> that would have been cool. Yes, that if, would have been amazing if it wasn't an indie developer. Yeah. I'm a total sucker Bart for Bart Simpson kicking the Ayatollah in the dick. <laughs> I am a total sucker for Telltale-style adventure games like yeah. dialogue trees and all that stuff. I, I love uh, that kind of thing. So this actually sounds really I should, cool. You should, you should check out books. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to I've school for books. I'm just I, I read I read so many books. I, would, just, I, I don't even have a joke. To what you said, uh, I would <laughs> just I would never attempt a story in a game ever again unless you're going to do it like that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty gross. That uh, I mean, like Uncharted has dialogue trees at certain points, which is kind of weird. Like they're not going to be a prevalent thing, but yeah, I mean, they other. Do? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not Uncharted yeah. 4. There are, like, certain cutscenes where you can, like, choose what Drake says. Not, and I've it's just become a cranky brat. <laughs> so what's the Turner. choice, snarky or smarmy? <laughs> yeah, those are basically your options, yeah. <laughs> you mean to tell me? <sighs> <laughs> Here we go again! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, anyways, that actually sounds really cool. I'm enough to, like, find that game, because I, I somehow totally missed that. There can't be more games. Yeah, no, I, I read about that game... Um, I did not. What is the stealth announcement? Jesus Christ! Or I'm not stealth announcement because I'm not paying attention. Is this that's, on that's iOS or is it console? Or? It's, it's, it's it's PC. It's Steam. Oh, okay. Yeah. It sounds like a Steam game. Yeah, it's on Steam. It's um, yeah. That's it. Unless anybody played the Star Wars expansion or Dirt Rally, which uh, I actually wanted to play. Dirt I, Rally. I edited our Dirt Rally console review because really? Dirt Rally has been out on PC for quite a while. Yeah. It just now has finally come to consoles. So, yeah. Shit, I'm actually I love rally games. Apparently, it's like uh, actually pretty hardcore. Oh, it's, it's not quite a sim, but it sure. actually is demanding. Unlike uh, a lot, it's not arcadey. It's like right, right. you have to know what you're doing, and like you have is, to listen to your yeah, uh, uh, driving navigator. part navigator. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise Dirt, you Dirt's will crash great, and die. Maybe with the sound cord. Dirt is great. I, Another new release that dropped late last week that we didn't talk about. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're, uh, here, here we, we go, go everybody. Chris has a great Nito- joke. Nitomo. I don't know what's happening. Oh, oh, yeah. Nitomo, which uh, well, a bunch of us were playing. Like, oh, I, I'm still I, playing I, it. I got like a million friends. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm dressed <laughs> up like a dinosaur. My feed is nothing but Mitomo. Well, that's the thing. It's super adorable. And if you... But this is... I'm playing it and like... This is one of those Nintendo games. If you're not playing in the first week, two weeks from now, it'll be like it never happened. <sighs> and this is free. And it might be to cover up a certain news story. My but- nickname is Anus. My nickname is Anus. My nickname is Anus. My nickname is Boner Pie. Fart Sniffer. Anus Breath. Butt Pussy. Kurt Ferguson. Cock Cheese. Gay Hitler. Vote Trump. You can't tell he says vote Trump at the very end there. I thought that was <laughs> the dirtiest the thing Chris I could say. most Chris Antista thing I've ever heard. I, that was, I love seeing my, my face say gay Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to look know, in the mirror, bud. A, you can do that in a mirror. I, yeah. do, it, I do it twice For a morning free. to get myself pumped up. <laughs> gay Hitler. Gay Hitler. That explains no personal a lot mantra. When, I, when I get buzzed in. You know, sit there like, with your phone in the mirror and okay, gay, gay Hitler and then just play it later. Why is this, why is this sink glazed like a donut? Because uh, I had to psych myself up. Jesus Christ, everybody. <laughs> you got to get all fucking quiet on me now? No, the joke, the joke the there the was that, 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 that all of us left you yeah. hanging. Yeah, 
did. So it's all good. I was looking at Dale. I am the king of me Tomo. It's running my battery dead as we speak. Yeah, I, I check it like once yeah, a day. I didn't play uh, Tomodachi Life ever. It's basically Tomodachi yeah. Life. Uh, Tomodachi means friend, everybody. <laughs> hmm. And and, ba- and also basically what it is is uh, it is your old Facebook status updates. Yeah. Now spoken through your avatar. Yeah. Because right now there's not much of a game to it yet. No, you can like do games of chance mm-hmm. to win like extra you know, it's, fun it's, fun outfits and it's stuff. It's just but, Peggle. It, like like the, the yeah. shitty version of Peggle where I get to drop but, like I mean that's and, what that's basically what Tomodachi mm-hmm. Life was though. Mm-hmm. It was like you add a bunch of friends on mm-hmm. your 3DS and then like they would come in and out of your house and you would answer questions and talk about shit. Mm-hmm. And there were like random time sensitive things you could do. And this is brushing up to that. It's just like Tomodachi Life though. So mm-hmm. and I played that for about eight hours. Which I can't even imagine what I did in that game for eight hours. No, but, I was in fact oh, the whole weekend. I was in fact. Yeah, but that's the thing. I played like, the last two days and like I don't have time for this shit. Yeah, it's like it's cute just to see like oh I'm I am curious what kind of bread all my friends like. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first friend wide like friend wide question they asked. What yeah. is your favorite type of bread? Yeah. For the record, sourdough. Sourdough. A lot of sourdough, but I'm a Dutch crunch man. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, I have my my gums are too sensitive. Can't handle it. Why? You got a baby um, mouth? Said, Why don't you eat some vegetables? Uh, good old baby, baby mouth antista, they call him. Uh, I'm not yeah. fucking Henry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dining on a frozen kid's cuisine. Yeah, you really shouldn't sleep with your coworkers. <laughs> Chiseling through it with a fork, eating it raw. <laughs> we uh, talked about that somewhere, didn't we? No. No. <laughs> well, yes, we did on bonus time. A uh, Patreon exclusive podcast. We edged, up, we edged up on the reality of his eating habits. <laughs> All right. Shall we move on? Sure. Uh, let's... I don't even know what we were talking about. News. God damn it. Is that your first time hearing that? That's the like my first time yes. hearing that sound effect. Yeesh. Just a bunch of uh, layered obsolete devices. Yeah, no, it's good. Mm-hmm. Making one horrible cacophony that I make people sit through. We should day. add the theme song to Laser Time. <laughs> Silver Surfer? Obsolete devices. That's all I was saying. Danny DeVito does not know what the fuck a Pokemon so, is. Speaking of obsolete devices. Yes. I wish Actually, Dave, it's not true. Always here, sunny. We were talking about this news story and Dave whipped out like, you can do a Danny DeVito impression? Yeah. Like, that was like, really why, ha- why is it taking so long for this to happen? My horse. Would- <laughs> Let me see if there's going to be whores. And like, whoa, dude, Dave, yeah. that was a good Danny DeVito. Well, who, why the fuck was it taking 30 years for me to hear a good Danny DeVito impression? You know, you think you see it more often. Yeah, he's a certainly So midget. many like, William Shatners. And... <laughs> yes, exactly. Jack Nicholson. An army of Shatners and Nicholson. from a grocery store. No Danny DeVitos. Lemons are on sale. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually not bad. It's easy to do. Danny DeVito, not so much. Can't do it. Who <laughs> <laughs> the fuck puts lemons on? Lemons are on sale. I like that that's what Brett's laughing at. I'm I'm tired of being gouged, man. Now that I buy groceries and cook things, I'm like, who the fuck puts lemons? It doesn't matter. (laughs) I'm done talking about lemons. So, uh, Jonathan Bilski. I'm just saying lemons are going to sell whether they're on sale or not. People need lemons. Exactly. My hair's got to get blonde the way I like it. Jonathan Bilski, who runs the Things to Do in L.A. blog, uh, was at like a uh, Q&A session with Danny DeVito and asked him, yes. would you voice Detective Pikachu if it came to the Which States? Which had been a popular petition, like with yeah. hundreds of thousands of signatures. And like if you saw the, the trailer, like Pikachu has only had one voice throughout the history of time. 
and Detective Pikachu is like this super surly Japanese dude, like, ah, not again. Like, holy shit, that should be Danny DeVito being yes. Pikachu, and, and everybody's right. And when he when he asked him, Danny DeVito said, no, what is that? And he said, it's a Pokemon game, and Danny DeVito's like, what the fuck is Pokemon? Yeah. So what, is, what that, that does seem unfathomable to me. Years. How do you not know? Like I understand he, he has never... kids, correct? Yeah, he has kids, and he was like he was fifty when the game was announced. To me, and there's a thousand stories this week on why Nintendo is irrelevant, uh, <laughs> but and out of touch. But one of the big reasons was they clearly have never approached him. They never took that feedback into account. They have no plans of localizing a game everybody wants. And well, if, hang on. If they do, they're not going to talk about them. <laughs> if they have Danny, that game announced, odds are they already have a voice actor lined up probably. for that. And so they're not going to like sucks and is not Danny DeVito. <laughs> but I can't even, wait till you're wrong. Oh yeah, Detective Pikachu going to change the world once it's localized. Well, no, now, but like when it comes out and that voice actor is good, it's made yeah. quite a splash now, like all those other Pokemon is spinoffs. Is it that Danny DeVito hey. has not heard of Pokemon mm-hmm. or? Is it that he's just being cagey? It could be. No. Have you seen Danny DeVito in interviews with all, in Always Sunny? I've he's not. A, he's a drunk madman. Oh, I that's believe. True. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> I do like, not think he would respect an NDA. Yeah, I thought it was a joke, and then like his wife divorced him. Like, oh no, this is really Danny DeVito. He is hammered all the time. <laughs> and like the, the character you see in Always Sunny, like I think outside of the Republican leanings, that is Danny DeVito in real life. <laughs> a very angry midget, constantly willing to fuck whores. I believe it. This is according to Rhea Perlman, his wife. <laughs> Alleged, allegedly. Who I'm now fucking. Right. Yes. Uh, Bethesda rolled out its uh, E3 schedule and announced that its big E3 event is going to be open to the public. So that would be fun E3. for me as a member of the press. Finally have yeah. E3 sit around with members of the Unwashed. Yeah. Getting ready no. to rub shoulders with literally everyone. I feel like such no an asshole Johnson at E3 or, or, or PAX or where it's like, <laughs> excuse me, people in line, I have an important press. Like, I hate being that fucking guy. Yeah. But it's also like, I have editors in a room somewhere going like, where's the update on Pokemon no, Snap? And like, I, I have those to, experiences. I'm, I not, have here, to I'm not here volunteering. Don't you fucking dare say Pokemon Snap in a facetious tone. <laughs> Listen, I want Pokemon Snap to happen. Okay. I, I I said that. Okay, good. Was that the HBO insult show? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was also an N64 game. <laughs> I really want Pokemon Snap in VR, if I'm being completely Fuck honest. You. That's weird because Beth- yes. Bethesda alleged, like, according, like, I missed it because we were streaming, but, like, Bethesda won, this is me air quotes, E3 last year with its, it was the first wave of announcements mm-hmm. before E3 started and had all the announcements people were excited about. Yeah, mainly Fallout Four. Yeah, Fallout <laughs> That's 4, basically all they needed. Like but they're Fallout all like Four exists here. We're also making Doom. I yeah, guess. Yeah, we're gonna make Doom. You can also assume there'll be a party at the Saddle Ranch, which they have every year. Uh huh. Man, that that's some fun. inside that baseball shit. That probably won't be open to the public. So no, that probably. Won't. I did try to sneak some friends into that one year, though. They got turned away. Did they? Well, so I thought so. The, nobody fucking knows this, but the Saddle Ranch in LA has a very low fence around the backside because it's built like it's yeah, a yeah, corral. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You can just hop right over that because it's like a hip high, yeah, yeah. Horse two pieces Scott. of wood. Like you that's can it. Hop I was like, over any old day. Did not work. Did no. not work. I remember I did it. I, I brought a British guy in and I put my arm around him and like, man, you. Ha- your skin doesn't exist, and I'm just touching bone. Mm. And I, I, I hate British people now. It's weird. <laughs> it's, weird. it's just like, like it's a translucent jelly that my hand passes yeah, through. So your, so your hand it's hand leaving hand. behind a sticky, unidentifiable residue. Yes. And I'm, my hand feels more British now. That's mostly, uh, fuck, what's the thing they like? Marmite? 
That's Australians. That's Australians. Vegemite yeah. and Australians, but yeah. whatever, white people who don't live here, fuck you, you're all the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. He says South Africans suck a dick. I think Marmite is something different that's maybe made from molasses yeah. or something. I think Marmite yeah. and Vegemite are different things. You, you put it on roasted owls, I know that. <laughs> I say we're do- we're talking about nothing, but this is the most fun I've ever had. <laughs> you, you say that as an Italian. Uh, what? As one of the other hot-blooded... Angry. Yeah, keep it coming. Uh, quick to anger, quick to drink. I'm gonna forget you said that. <laughs> gonna forget you said. No, that. he's not. I'm gonna forget. He's gonna remember that, that forever. Right now. No, no, no. I might need him for something later. <laughs> Ace Attorney anime started streaming over the weekend. Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. That it's very weird how much Ace Attorney content has been locked to Japan. Giving the given the I don't know. I worked I worked on the stupid game for a little bit. Uh, given how how much love there seems to be for the property, and it's it's largely translation and the localization. Yeah, localization's up, good. Up, but there's like there's four movies and there's cartoons and there's manga, and it's never it never really comes over here. Yeah. So that's why this is momentous is that it, it hasn't ever really happened before, yeah. let alone while it's happening in Japan. Yeah. And so it's a good format for that show because or for that. Brand no, it is. Those characters are all great. It speaks to why Crunchyroll needs to exist. It knows its own audience and um, clearly bought up the right property very like and, and to bring it over here very quickly, which will keep it from being bootlegged yeah, and yeah. shit upon. And Jesus Christ, if if you're 20 years old and never have to see a fan sub, I, I, I just want to hug you and know that we've done the right thing. Warmongering. Oh, it's oh, it's Warm the hungry? worst. The amount of times Krillin said shit and fuck in every Dragon Ball Z sub I ever saw. Yeah. Fuck. Goku, shit, Mondo, <laughs> Mondo Gecko. That's the most Please. Mondo cunt I've ever seen. There's no way Krillin said. There's no way that. Please happened. do laser time translations of Derek Dragon Ball Z episodes. <laughs> I just want that. That is how I was introduced to it in like a 240p little Windows. No, I'm sure. Real I'm sure window. it was awful take for you dick shit, at the time. <laughs> and it was people because like, you wanted the real thing. Well, now this is, this is the feeling of what the scene is about. So we'll just translate that. And satire. Like, the character would never say that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You fans well, also ups. like Japan has a very different attitude. Towards swearing than we do, yeah. or like something like "kuso" is yeah. like it's it's a perfectly acceptable totally. word. You could put it in commercials. Well, it's on say the moon all the time. Yeah, it's like I, it's I've like only, damn it. I spent most of my time drunk in Japan, and like the attitude is like, well, he was mad. <laughs> yeah, Does, well, I like, understand. I, I watched, uh, I think, an apple seed dub from like manga video Blah. in the mid '90s, and it was just like they changed all the dialogue. Like, man, it really gets on my tits when. <laughs> Fucking I'm, shit! Well, that's I'm the worst. telling you, fan, yeah. fan subs might be one of those things we stamped out in our lifetime. And yeah, we're all yeah, the better yeah. for it. Yeah. Are we though? When it's on your tits, it's the worst. It's yeah. the it's terrible. Um, which you know, Kratos would know all about. Yeah. Uh, being in uh, some rumored fan art that uh, supposedly shows that the next God of War might be taking on Norse mythology. I saw that. Yeah, very Asgardian stint mm-hmm. to it. What's <laughs> well, Greek versus the they're world. all dead guys. It's actually pretty different. I know. Yeah. I bet it was when you, we were Thor, like, not a hundred years away from it. You well, dead but it's gods weird though because it's like me. I don't want to see you kill like Odin and Thor. Like mm-hmm. you can you can uh, angry up like Zeus and stuff, mm-hmm. but like there's something about the Norse ones where I'm like, yeah, Odin, but... I'm gonna fuck your shit up. He's yeah. fan subbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, is would this theoretically would this even be? Is it the same Kratos or is this like a new? Day like yeah, it, none it of that. Be, like, the Greek ones resolved, and this is like a Norse Viking Kratos. It might be new, and and honestly, like back in two thousand whatever at Games Radar, like uh, after God of War three happened, like uh, there was a freelancer who pitched an article that was like places God of the next God of War might go, God sure. of War four, and he's like. 
uh, Egyptian mythology. They could retell the story of Horus doing blah, 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 or Norse mythology. And I was like, well, all these things would just be completely different mythologies and none of them have anything to do with Kratos. And yeah. I think it, to be God of War, it needs to involve Kratos because like yeah. that character is so defining to the series. And now, yeah. honestly, it's been so long yeah. since mm-hmm. God of War Ascension that like... Does it really make a difference? Which one was Ascension? Yeah. The fourth they, one. They might as yeah. well set it in 1920s New York. It has, <laughs> like, <laughs> competitive multiplayer and stuff. Ascension but, was a prequel. I mean, but, yeah, but yeah, like, look at, like, Assassin's Creed, What is with though? all these I mean, Irishmen? That uh, carries over <laughs> particular themes and yeah. gameplay mechanics, and it's they so arguably recognizable as part of a, yeah. a singular franchise. I suppose they well, could branch out in the same way. Obviously, quite a bit has changed in the gaming landscape since well, God of War. Namely, like, third-person third yeah. character action games do not do anything. Yes. Mm. And like what, Bayonetta, like, it's a darling, but like doesn't mm-hmm. sell particularly great. Huh. The last God of War didn't perform as well as the prior ones. Well, the, yeah. con- the concept of white mythology privilege. Mm-hmm. And Kratos is the whitest. I don't even know where you're going. Kratos is the whitest character there is, dude. He's he's alabaster. He's ashen. Literally ashen, yes. I don't know. There's something about North mythology that is, I think, is inherently less interesting than anything Kratos has faced before. I, I, it, that that mm-hmm. art that leaked, uh, allegedly leaked, mm-hmm. it did seem like it was taking a page from Marvel's, like yeah. making it more spacey it's, Norse. It's very yeah, mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. and not like actual Norse, which was not what Kratos in space. <laughs> Man, you got to get a new job. Exactly. <laughs> what? As a radio dude. Yeah, if that it fucking existed, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Like I don't that, think that's a real that job. homeless guy who had the great radio voice. And... I want to be. I wanna be the guy at the hockey game who's like, now you're San Jose Sharks. Just like that guy. Uh, but uh, you did break I gotta wait for that guy to die. Pepe Le Pew. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's nice fucking waveform. That is a solid wave. Uh, super hard. Um, That'll be fun to edit. And of course, uh, Final Fantasy 15, we talked about extensively in the yep. first So segment. my theory about 15, we talked about all the... It you know, comes after 14. It Huge! I did play FF14 for like six months last Why? year. It was fine, but 15. I, I think a big part of this is also, yes, it's kind of betting the farm that this thing is going to be huge. And but you look at the the numbers of even 13. It's like there's nothing about what 13 or even 12 did mm-hmm. to suggest this game was going to sell as much as y- the amount of money you seem to think it's going to make off selling the video game. That's why I think this thing is really mm-hmm. just a way to sell merchandise for the next 10 years. The, the game is like, yeah, mm-hmm. cool. We'll make a good game, and hopefully it sells and breaks even. That's our goal. But think about Japan. Like, Forget the rest of the world. Think about yeah. Japan selling shit. Brett's been to Japan a lot. Statues, toys, cell phone yeah. cases, yeah. cell phone charms. How things, how thing, video selling games, merchandise for the next decade. Americans don't know that outside of pre-order bonuses, but... Like video games live on for up to a decade in different merchandising. Oh, forms. absolutely! In Japan, like especially no something like Final thing. Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Like like Lightning, who like I loved and I love thirteen. I hear nothing but terrible shit about. Is a Louis Vuitton model. I as saw of that this year. I saw that in SF. Yeah, it's in Union Square. As of this year, so like, so I hope there's something to that. I hope this is some weird thing you do with your marketing budget instead of buying cart like commercials on Nickelodeon we're just going to make an anime that people can check out online for free like that seems really neat I did think it was funny that the cast of this movie mm-hmm. is not in the game yeah because it's the a, cast is a Hollywood cast yeah and the and Sean game Bean is and, uh, affordable who, voice who plays Cersei Lannister god a lot of Game of Thrones talk Alina Headley Alina Headley is oh, in the yeah. um, CG film and, I, and that's what, what I admired about it in that like we, we do a lot of laser time shows and articles about uh, films uh, I think 
adjusting for inflation, the biggest money loser as a film is Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. So not only did Square come out last week and say, like, yeah, we know. There's another one! Right, but it's the, weird because all the talk I saw about this seemed to forget Advent Children, yeah. which is not that. Yeah, but whatever. But it was based on existing property with existing characters, and if nothing else... That was all cutscenes. Gave us the amazing scene of Cloud, nice scene. Cloud being tossed upwards vertically towards the Bahamut. rest of that movie, with, absolute garbage. I, I agree. It doesn't I, deserve to exist. <laughs> I agree. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the movie, but like that scene, I'm like, I get chills every single time it I think is. about it. it it's it, so it, cool. It's like it should be a metaphor. But it's not because yeah. <laughs> it should. Like my that, friends elevate me, and so they just show. That's what happens, and everybody's flying. Wow, that's great. <laughs> it should be a metaphor, but it isn't. But it is like it's, it's this, the harshest you. takedown of all literature. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I got to think about this. I got to unpack this. I got to go. Uh, all right, um, let's move on to the community segment. Uh, it is segment in the community. Mm. Uh, short one this week. Last week's question of the week was, what's your favorite game-related April Fool's prank of all time? Uh, Shenlong got me good on EGM. Yeah, mm-hmm. got us all good. Yep. Scott? Oh, I have to have an answer for this? Shit, sure. come back. Pass. Uh, Hang right. on, let me think well, about we this. Asked it last uh, all right, last well, week. we'll start with Curious Quail, who uh, began the... Uh, Sorry, I just thread. got your message, by the way, Curious Quail. All right. <laughs> uh, I absolutely loved Blizzard's StarCraft II Voltron prank a few years ago. Seeing all the buildings combined together in-engine into this giant Megazord monstrosity was Mm. fucking rad, especially since the game shipped with an editor. You could pretty much do that shit in. Mm. Devil Does Dave said, uh, This might have been mentioned earlier on the VGA, but the funniest one to to me worked because it was so unexpected... It was uh, 2014's IGN article on the top seven games radars. What? Uh, I didn't actually read it, but instead jumped directly to the comments to see uh, if other people got the joke. Most of them were completely confused. Uh, So Tanka said, One of EGM's more infamous pranks tricked me into believing Sonic and Tails were playable in Smash Bros. Melee. Uh, If you could beat 20 enemies in Cruel Melee, however, Cruel Melee dogpiles you with unfair enemies, with each one fighting like 100 Justin Wongs. I don't remember if I even reached five enemies, but it proved uh, too much for me, and I gave up before realizing I was hornswoggled. 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 Bamboozled. Uh, the fact that a screenshot uh, said something as cheesy as a dream's been cast. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you apparently unlock Sonic and Tails uh, should have been a giveaway, but my picture has long been in the dictionary under gullible. Uh, waffle Gullible. <laughs> Waffle Robot said The UK equivalent of Nintendo Power in the early 90s had an April Fool's joke that said you could unlock fatalities for the Super NES version of Mortal Kombat 1 uh, They ran a two page feature in the April issue complete with fake screenshots and an interview with a claim tester that told them the code They said it only works on cartridges with a particular serial number on it Additionally, taping a penny to the top of the cartridge would give the uh, cartridge extra weight and trick the SNES into thinking you were playing a debug version of the game. This is bullshit. Uh, <laughs> this after is that, such bullshit. you are supposed to enter a stupidly long code on both control pads to unlock it. Uh, the following issue was full of letters complaining that they couldn't get it to work. <laughs> man, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, and, man, yeah, that's, uh, that's, cr- that's rude. A-E-E-T. I'm going to assume. I don't know if it's A-E-T-T. A-E-T-T. Entertainment tonight, E-T. Yes. <laughs> My favorite April Fool's gaming prank was in 2000, when the gaming intelligence agency R.I.P. went all out and created fake articles, news pieces, deliberately awful fan art, and even an in-depth retrospective of Minesweeper, complete with an FAQ, screenshots, and character design. 
Wait, has that really happened? Apparently. Uh, yeah, I guess so. According to this guy. <laughs> Slick McQuilly said, I actually really enjoyed the Talk Raider April Fool's episode. I got really confused at first, but once I remember the date, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> I went back and re-listened to that. What's, what's the one with all the monosyllabic... Like, oh, uh, it was like a Sim and Slider and, 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 and K.K. Slider. And, and Star Fox. And Star Fox. <laughs> at one point, it just like breaks in with a bunch of, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Oh, yeah, all the sound And then the cute. Sim starts talking. Oh, no, I made that. Charlie. Yeah, 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 yeah like, that. It was supposed to mimic the pace of a show. Yeah. He would never get it now. Yeah, the pace of a talk radar. Uh, Atomizer said, My favorite gaming-related April Fool's prank is back from 2014. 2014? Uh, when IGN made a video of Optimus Prime. <laughs> All the way back. Uh, Optimus Prime fighting in Titanfall. I was so excited because I thought it was real. I waited patiently for my dream of fighting with Optimus Prime by my side, but my heart was broken. And two weeks later, when I found that it was a joke. That it, would bum me out. Well, it's it's not... Uh, I got in an argument today with Henry about that. I hate April Fool's Day. Why? Because you retweet things and look like an idiot. <laughs> the, rest, the rest of this is super yes. fun. And like the idea of IGN creating something on that level is awesome. Yeah. If you work at a mega website, yeah, yeah. you owe it to your audience to make something crazy that shouldn't yeah. exist but does because you made it. Because you want to do something goofy and off-brand. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's Halloween for the internet. It's fucking great. There you go. It can be abused, though, man. Like I, 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 I find I find April Fool's Day kind of annoying. No, no, the, on the only internet. time I hate it when someone posts it online, like Netflix gonna redo Firefly, and it's November twelfth. <laughs> it's November twelfth, and it's a, and I'm like I, I retweet it, and it's an April Fool's joke from two years ago. Nah, then yeah. it bothers me. <laughs> uh, Triskettable said the Dying Light April Fool's mod, being able to drop kick a zombie so hard in Dying Light that it soared across no fewer than three blocks is an amazing image that has been burned into my brain. Yeah. That really, one is definitely real. I love that yeah, one. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to get that, but I missed the window, so gone forever. Great game. Kind yeah, of underrated fantastic. game. Fantastic. I really liked uh, And actually, the DLC, I reviewed the DLC that came out just earlier this year, the following. It's really good. Yeah. That's, I'm just plugging that game because I feel like it didn't get quite enough love. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, so new question of the week. Uh, with baseball season starting up, what is your favorite sports game? Do you have baseball fever? I don't, but it is happening. I got Uh, a prescription. Baseball fever mostly means, okay, I have to block off certain days where I can't drive to work because parking will be $500. Here's six months where you can't take the Caltrain. That's pretty true. (laughs) But you can drink on Caltrain because it's owned by Germans. Is is that what it is? That's correct. I can't believe that's true. Okay. I can't believe how long I've been doing this with uh, Diamond Dog Dave Rudden. Uh Um, that, That he's a big baseball fan and like, Correct them. He'll he'll be like, "Here's what we're streaming this week." I'm like, "Why? What?" And like, "It's opening." Like, I didn't know that. I didn't know it's opening. Spring se- training's is, over, dog. Come yeah, on. I did not Get know it was the, the first up. day of baseball. But we we streamed an old art, like ancient Japanese arcade game called Ninja Baseball Batman. <laughs> what? There's a dash in Batman, like Spider Man. But uh, it's it's a final fight, but everything is baseball fe- themed. You fight a baseball glove. It is Good. hysterical. Good. It is on youtube.com slash laser time network. It w- I don't know. I, I like it was I, I love old school beat 'em up streets of rage, sure. Final Fighty games. And to, for one that like just wow, baseball? How long is how long is this gonna hold it? And yeah. it turns out like twenty minutes, great. Like a fucking great game. Great game. Is that your favorite sports game? It is. Ninja Baseball Batman. <laughs> sure. Well if that counts, does this do you guys agree that Kendo is a sport? What is Kendo? I mean, it's a martial uh, art. I don't know if that's if a If you sport. want to be a big door. Isn't that thing, the thing uh, WWE big people what beat people at. with? Yes. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. There's a Kendo game? There is Kendo Rage for Super Nintendo, where you play a girl uh. who studies Kendo and becomes a magical girl for no apparent reason, and then just goes through stages 
fighting like big-headed versions of herself. And, what uh, an odd... It is insane, mean, like, and I love it. See, the cool thing about video games is you could have a real sword, and mm-hmm. like, I mean... I mean, I guess Kendo has its but own she's specific a high philosophies. Schooler, so she shouldn't be killing. So you should, you should understand how popular Sailor Moon yeah. was in the early nineties. <laughs> That's hey, fair point, Elston. I did uh, not consider especially that. Especially in Japan, yeah. Uh, man, for me, uh, Mutant League football. Uh, Ooh, good I answer. Can't, I played countless hours uh, playing against friends, playing by myself, just. In an era where like a violent video game was kind of a novelty, because a lot of Nintendo stuff was the most popular, which was pretty squeaky clean, and outside of like Mortal Kombat 1, which may have been the only one even out at the time, if MK1 was even on consoles at the time that uh, football came out, seeing a game where you could like, throw dynamite at the ref and other players, it's like, uh, mm. but like it did teach me, like that's how I know any terms from, from football at that's all. That's what I learned sportsmanship from. Yes. The, the <laughs> things you like about Mutant League football are the same things I like about Road Rash and Road Rash yeah, 2 on Genesis. Like, I like, can hit people with bats? Yeah. Great! Or like, and, that, and that's why I'm one in three states. <laughs> and that kind of translates then into NFL Blitz, which is just like, it yeah. distills all the fun of football Ugh. into like, no, 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 forget all the semi-crap, it's just a jump piles of potatoes just bashing into each other. <laughs> Every play is a Hail Mary. There Every, are no yes, penalties. Yes. Everything is just as far as you can fucking go. It doesn't matter. Yep. Uh, I, I've only played like the GBA version of Blitz and then it was what? just like every time I get the yeah, ball that's... I just run straight to the, the yeah. end zone and that's it. Man, I dude, the Dreamcast win. NFL Blitz 2000 and pretty much any Blitz. I never played on Dreamcast. Played played on sixty four, dude. NFL Blitz two thousand on Dreamcast uh, and in the arcade too. It's just dude, is... the arcade version is bullshit though. You have to pay like yeah, per know. quarter. That's not a good way to play. But the Dreamcast mm. one is probably my the one I spent the absolute most time on. Uh, and then outside of that, like Base Wars maybe for baseball, like just replacing people with ridiculous machines. Uh, that's it. Totally uh, valid. Yeah. Blitz is really going. Weirdly, I actually have like a, a good answer for this. I say weirdly because like uh-huh. in, the, in the games industry, trying to find people to review sports games is always a pain in the ass if no one Rich ever Christian. wants to do it. Yep. Rich yeah, he's like the guy because he's willing to do it. So it's it's kind of like a known thing in the industry that like no one no one plays sports games. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I actually grew up playing ice hockey, which is a weird thing about me because I'm not mm-hmm. the right California? appropriate size. Yeah, I also... Well, so I moved back to... So I was born in LA, moved away, moved back, and the, the year I moved back was the year that Wayne Gretzky got traded to the LA Kings. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, LA was just on fire for hockey because mm-hmm. the best player in the world suddenly yeah. played for our team. So I moved to the right place at the right time and somehow got into hockey, and it stuck. I don't know why. So I grew up playing a lot of, like, Blades of Steel was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey on 64 was great. <laughs> $80 when it launched, by the way. Yeah, great game, though. Great game. You could, like, fire the net, and it would hit the backboards. Oh, it was awesome. But Look up a YouTube video. $80 good. That's what that was. <laughs> that, that said, though, my, my actual favorite sports game is Rocket League. Which is, which is soccer with cars. It is absolutely a sports game. And it is fantastic. I always said it's NBA Jam. And now it's, they're now they're there's another basketball. great sports game. God, NBA Jam was so good. They added basketball. Head, head fake, head <laughs> fake, head fake from downtown. <laughs> Throws up a brick. I wish my name was Dick Vital. <laughs> really do. What about Dick Vital Wolf? Dick, Dick Wolf, yeah. produced by Dick Wolf. Uh, didn't do good for Penny Arcade. Nope. That's a difference. Yeah. That's a. Uh, I don't even want to talk about that. All stupid. All right. What's your favorite sports game? I know you have one, and as you've seen, we have a very liberal definition of what constitutes a sports game. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Whoever starts the thread and answers the question gets read first on next week's show, or you can answer under the comments for episode 158 at vigigameapocalypse.com. That's been our show. 
Uh, Scott, you're the special guest. Where can people see your work? Uh, I write for GameSpot.com. You've probably been there, whether it was on purpose or n- not. But, probably. Uh, Mostly yeah. accidental. Most of my Google searches. Yeah, yeah. it'll... Uh, it's big SEO team over there at <laughs> VideoGames.com. Uh, I think I'm going to destruct audience. Oh, God damn it. This is GameSpot again. <laughs> Fuck. You're stuck with us. Yeah. Uh, no, we got a good crew, though. I like I like our editorial team. Really good video staff. Yeah, we do people, all kinds of people. stuff. Tony's over there doing cool, cool stuff with video. Yeah. Uh, no, I like it. It's good. Um, yeah. Come come to, to GameSpot.com. I review games. Like write features and stuff. All kinds of all kinds of content. I'm there all the time. Uh, I also do... Well, we do 302010, which is Boom. a podcast that looks <clears throat> goes week by week and looks back at what happened that week in movies, music, TV, and games 30, 20, and 10 years ago. That means 86, 96, and 2006. I don't care what age you are. Yes. You have nostalgic memories about one of those goddamn decades. Great concept, by the way. Really it's a portal yeah. into the past at that very moment. Yes, and you so, get three to choose from. Yeah, so like for example, like oh, did you know Lady Gaga was born last week? <laughs> like literally born. So yeah, that's she, the thing that came yeah. up in uh, the '86 segment, or like Police Academy three releases. She's only a or, week old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was born that way. <laughs> yes. Uh, hey. Or like the first, <laughs> or like the first Highlander, and coming up soon, fucking Legend is going to celebrate its 30th anniversary of releasing yeah, in the really? U.S. Fucking uh, Legend is my favorite '80s movie. Yes. Porn. Uh, fucking Legend, the triple X. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I got it. I got it. Legend is so long and boring. I just wanted to make sure it's about Uh, fucking. And then I also do VG Empire, the video game music podcast, which I think last time I was on the show, we talked about doing a Splatoon episode. Uh, We did an Undertale wrap up about the end of the year, gave that, you know, soundtrack of the year. We recently did a Mario RPG episode covering uh, everything after, uh, well, like Paper Jam and uh, the past few games, because we did a prior Mario RPG episode. But. We did another Zelda one covering through Link Between Worlds. We did Pilot Wings. We've done Zelda Mario, Battletoads, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. VGEmpire.com for your game music. And I want to plug Talking Simpsons with former VGA special guest Bob Mackey. Uh, Leisure Times Chronological. <laughs> I'm so drunk. I, uh, I struggled. We man. had strong really beer today. I uh, chronological. Uh, That's why I like this beer. Breakdown of the Simpsons. Every Simpsons episode ever. <laughs> hey, stop laughing. Talking and cheers, speak, everybody. Of the Talking Simpsons, cheers. Uh, we did. We did an art, a top seven this week, um, and it, I wanted to find as many PlayStation One games that recreate awful. Licensed PlayStation One games that recreated the intros of the cartoons on which they're based. Uh-huh. So, like the and Rugrats games, it recreates the intro in like 240p in the crudest polygons of the day. It looks hilarious. Do, 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 so, do, do, yes, do, that that music. Do, do, but now imagine do, do, on a PS One, exactly the same. I don't want to imagine Animaniacs, South Park, uh, The Simpsons. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But not kind of funny. That's a totally different thing. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely, and way funnier. I was on one of those. I don't remember when. Also listenable at all. Uh, (laughs) Don't be so hard on yourself, Michael. (laughs) I had to one-up him. Yeah. Yeah. Also, one-up way better. Yes, (laughs) that's true. Go to oneup.com. Don't listen to us anymore. It doesn't matter. Is there still a oneup.com? They're still a retro. I think they just restored the content. But that's part of US Gamer. Oh, really? I thought it was a one-up thing. I'm confused. It was originally. Okay. You're right. We're both right. Someone will write a telling book about all of it someday, I'm sure. <laughs> no, they won't. We've been Vision Game Apocalypse for, for nobody. You would be surprised <laughs> who wants to know that yeah. dish. All right, we've been Vision Game Apocalypse. You can follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. That's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week.
it's just us warming up, so yes, of course. Eh. And sometimes something funny. Comes <clears throat> and I don't, I don't know what it is after recording all these. Like, I really just want to scream terrible things that I yeah. don't normally say on mic. <laughs> um, uh, confidentially, usually the secret sound is just something I record afterwards, imitating uh, everyone else's voices. Wait, really? No, yeah. it isn't. I no. believe it actually. Yeah. yeah. No, it isn't. Um, we actually played... That's what I call a joke. You should <laughs> try telling some. <laughs> it was just too believable for a second. I'm punch drunk and tired. <laughs>